0: Winning his fat and all of that. Losing his whack and that.
1: In a place like Sunset Park, losing is a way of life.
2: And my grandmother plays better than you butt naked and flip flop. <laughs> Heavy on the fouls. Hey, yo, you still got that bullet in your game? Damn. Light on the score. Boy, you win. Why are you so sweet, huh? nobody here could be a winner Stop. Stop. until they learn to play like a team I'm Mr. Roca I'm your new coach mm. I know we are gonna lose every game now on the floor
0: now Drake you hear something you go out here nothing must have been the win 15 minutes Whoa! close it like a steel pit <laughs> yes, look at Andre he won't be like Mike too bad he ain't <laughs> This is
1: gonna be our year. Ugh.
2: That was an intentional foul. Sit down,
0: shut up. You sit down and shut
2: up. And I punch that round mouth. Man, we could be a good team if we just play like a team. And
1: so! His mouth's about to buy him something that his ass can't afford. But when the game is life.
2: Shorty so told me to tell you you can't make it to the game. Where is he? Like his island. What happened? I try to shoot some love.
1: Winning is everything. You
2: gotta
1: make
2: them play our game.
1: Sunset Park, you gotta represent.
2: Black like butter, baby. Oh, yes. okay.
1: I don't even know how the fuck Jeff wants me to start this shit. I don't know what the fuck the nigga want me to say. I don't know how he wants me to get into it. All I'm going to say is represent. Um, I'm Derek. Uh, I am one of the hosts of Hindsight. Shout out to my boy, Brandon. Uh She's taking the day off, which is a good idea because I have four of us making or talking about this show or this movie, almost said making fun of this movie, wouldn't be a good thing. I'm also joined by the extremely talented, the one and only. Y'all need to get on her level because she's going places y'all going to want to be at. Chanel from the Baby Bay podcast. Chanel, how you doing today?
0: I am amazing, Derek. That uh, That intro is something else thank you so much i'm doing fantastic
1: and then we got from the pw torch my man yo man they man amen rich fan that rhymed i didn't even mean for that to happen i'm just happy about that shit rich (laughs) how
2: you doing fam i love it I'm good. I love that. I, I might need to steal that from one of my shows as far as an intro, because there's only so many things that rhyme with fan at the end. But yeah, I'm good. I'm looking forward to talk. I'm looking forward to making fun of this movie. I got screen Aww. captures. I got animated GIFs. Raya Perlman did not deserve to go out like this. Ooh. And I, I'm ready I'm rubbing my Day hands Day like Birdman. I'm ready. Yeah, uh,
0: we're gonna we're gonna get into some things. <laughs> so,
1: the movie today we're doing uh, bad meaning bad or bad meaning good. Um, it's a podcast. We look at a movie that we that really toes that line of was it a good bad movie or was it just a bad bad movie? And when you talk about a good movie that could skew quickly into bad, I think that at the top of the line is a movie about basketball where they literally never show anybody making a shot <laughs> like you know niggas can't shoot when they like there's two ways that they show that niggas can't shoot without showing them shooting first of all is when they shoot and then they cut away and they just show the ball switching through the basket like they shoot and then it fades out and it shows the ball switch through the basket or the second one is when there's three ways i take that back the second one is when the nigga shoots but it's so far back from him that it might be a different person like they got a body double to shoot for this nigga and the third one is the one that they did in this one along with the other two which is when they just don't even show the rim they just show these (laughs) niggas passing a lot or getting the ball and taking to the basket and it stops right before it gets to the basket like they never showed the actual rim in the camera shot. Like, <laughs> so I just imagined these niggas are just shotgunning the ball off the backboard. Cut, cut, cut. All right, fine. We're talking about Sunset, Sunset Park. <laughs> okay, I need to breathe deep on this one because Sunset Park came out in 1996 and it stars Fredro Starr and uh Rhea Perlman and uh talent bunch of
0: other like notable people
1: notable people like real talk notable people in black films and notable Mm -hmm. people in white movies that you're like I know her from somewhere like Mm -hmm. for example um there's a person who shows up who's Rhea Perlman's friend that she goes to the bar with and I'm like she was from Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt huh That old white lady that she's young here, but I could see how she would have turned into that old white lady on the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt that just is the the apartment manager.
0: I would say youngish here.
1: Yeah, yeah. We're not gonna say that they're young because they might be twenty nine, but they got a face that looks sixty.
0: They're giving yeah, they're giving mid forties lifestyle, but yeah. Yeah, but yeah. you're right. Oh my God. They were probably late 20s in this movie or that's the idea because
1: this is 1996 and unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt came out in like what 2015 2016 and she like she was 60 in that one. So that means that it was like 30 years ago, which means she was probably like 34 35 when this movie came out something like yes. that.
2: Well, I mean, shoot, have to look talk... at oh, I was gonna say take a look at Cheers. Because you think about Rhea Perlman from mm. uh, Taxi and then her husband, I'm sorry, her husband, Danny DeVito on Taxi, she's on Cheers. When you look at Cheers, Norm is like 30 when that yeah. show was filming. He looks like 50. He looks like <laughs> and 50. And so, <laughs> yeah, it's it's an affliction. Black do so, crack, but so Cheers sometimes... this
0: movie, too, though, this... Go ahead, go ahead, Cheer box,
1: Cheers. Oh, no, I was going to say, Cheers to me is always just, while other people found it funny, I found it funny the same way Friends isn't. Um, <laughs> and so cheers to me was always just a reminder. Don't drink. And if you're gonna drink, don't drink around a whole bunch of white people who know each other's names, because that's when you get lynched as soon as you pass out.
0: Okay. And and we have that's solid. We can wrap right there. Mm-hmm. No, I was gonna say with with um the movie, age is something we're gonna have to just really dig deep into and just sit in an uncomfortable silence because no one was the correct age in this movie. No. And 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 then I blame the. I'm starting to realize how much the '90s made me think I was underdeveloped, because I didn't look like a 30 year old in high school. You know what I'm saying?
1: <laughs> so <laughs> one funny thing that happens throughout this movie, like it's an absolute constant, is the fact that um, one of the characters whose name is Butter, another character who's my favorite person in the movie sir dante al hassan his name is dante but they you know i call him by his full pen name sir dante al hassan his job is to literally let butter know just how fucking old he is and how old he fucking looks and the nigga does look like he's 30 (laughs)
0: yeah (laughs) but isn't that guy tory
1: yes Guy right, Tori so- is the Guy Tori is the guy who's who's heckling them in the crowd, and then there's a scene that we'll get to that made no Wait, oh, sense. Wait, oh, so that's not
0: Guy Tori then? I thought Butter was Guy Tori. That's no, no, Butter okay. is
1: Butter is another comedian named oh, Talent. Mm. Uh, he was mm. in Def Comedy Jam, and he was a nigga who he was funny as fuck. I'm gonna give it to him. He was like, "Don't be getting mad because my it's just I can't do the lip pop thing that he would do, but he was like, it's just comedy. It's just comedy y'all can look him up on youtube i'm too busy but he had talent and he was funny and so what they did for this nigga who was taller and had a pretty (laughs) face and everything he literally looks like fucking mart or montel um jordan and shit Mm -hmm. They was like yo come out here make some jokes that's all we needed to do uh the cast of this film includes rhea perlman Fredro Starr, um lucius Lyon um Drano. <laughs> um let me see who else oh the other nigga who's in the background of two other niggas who are in the background of every single black basketball movie that comes out cuz one of them niggas was uh fucking Kylie Watkins friend Kylie Watson's friend and above the rim that was one of the two oh. niggas and the other one i want to say was on birdies team and then he was in coach carter and then he was just he just a basketball face he had a basketball body so um before we get started which we already have but before we really get started i am siri put three minutes on the clock
2: sorry i can't manage clocks here you can do it in the clock
1: shut up bitch (laughs) listen i'm not stand for that shut up siri thank you so i'm gonna put three minutes on the clock and then i'm gonna bring up this fucking poster and i'm gonna start off by saying this why the fuck is Rhea perlman in this poster they look like they superimposed <laughs> Rhea perlman over everybody else into this poster wait like, they did though because the shadow look at the shadow <laughs> this is early photoshop like a motherfucker um the fact Who's the that guy on the left that's the nigga who was Kyle Watson's friend in Above the Realm. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: They put him on there instead of Busy P. That's fucked right. up. Right. <laughs> they could have put fucking, what's his name from um, CSI? They could have put Gary on there. Like, they could have been anybody and it would have made more sense. I love I love the
1: promo like like the 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 rating review for it. I really like Sunset Park. Like,
0: that's are you serious? The, <laughs> that's the best you can when do. Wait, I'm trying to zoom in on your screen. Who said that quote?
2: Gene Siskel. Gene of Siskel. Siskel and Evil. Yeah,
0: I really liked
1: Sunset Park. Gene Siskel, Siskel and Ebert.
0: Literally talking about his tour of New York and being like, that neighborhood was cool.
1: I liked it. Also, the fact that the biggest the thing that gets the most props in this entire A movie poster that's supposed to bring people in and get them interested let's put the fucking soundtrack at the top okay let's just go ahead and get people interested in what we really came here for they're all black let's go ahead and show them who's in the fucking soundtrack which is Mm -hmm. good because the soundtrack plays throughout this entire fucking movie it goes
0: hard
1: this is not like other movies where the soundtrack is literally non-existent until you get the tape and then you're like that wasn't the movie No, they play keep on keeping on all the way through. And if 69 Boys <laughs> wasn't featured in this motherfucker, <laughs> I was going to be very upset because Listen, hoop ball in your face? Necessary. That's when you knew shit was about to go down in this movie. When 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 they weren't playing well, it was silent. But when they started playing well, all you heard was <laughs> "oh, in your face. Say hoop ball in your face.
0: I So I had the pleasure, I had the distinct pleasure. This is my first time seeing this film. And I thought I had seen it before, but I had not. And I live tweeted and I realized so I was so some of these things might be repeats. um, But I just want to say that I've never realized before how 69 boys is fast break music. That's what they're made for. They really are. Take take it to the hole. Play 69 boys.
1: See, and the thing is the 69 boys, when they would come out, folks would be able to get low and do this kind of shit, so it's either this, either you're pumping your fist while you're dropping mm-hmm. it low, or you're doing fast breaks without the camera panning up to the actual hoop. hmm 100%. And people cheering each other on and her shrieking in the background, yeah! That was literally the whole movie. Um, So, this movie is about an old white lady who literally couldn't care less about basketball.
0: Mm-hmm
1: like she literally white woman her way into a head extra position she needed she
0: needed an extra check now
1: let's talk about well, this extra check yeah she needed an extra check so then she could open up a restaurant not across the street not up the block not anywhere in new jersey in 1996 no she needed extra money so she could open up a restaurant in saint croix now for the uninitiated, St. Croix is not in New Jersey, and it's not cheap to get there, and it's not cheap to fly there and then buy the spot and then buy all the equipment and everything. I did the math. The job that she was taking as a basketball coach was going to pay her 5500 fucking dollars.
0: <laughs> but she's going to eat PB&J.
2: Yep. So
1: what's going oh, happen? Oh,
2: and the god all the chips with Grey Poupon. Because I also live tweeted it, and I, I was like, Jesus, take me, take me now! Like that is the most disgusting combination I've ever seen in my life. And, and you look at the co- the cover of the the movie poster, and the first thing that popped in my head was one. It's clear that it's back from '96 because Terrence LaShawn Howard used all three names in this movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, didn't mm-hmm. get a chance to be put front and center, nor is he like he's just like. Like a dude at oh, this yeah. point. Yeah, he's not even on here. Nope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then up top, you see Queen Latifah. I was like, why wasn't she the coach?
1: Wow.
0: Great question. You know oh, she why she was the it, coach?
1: You, you, know, you know why she wasn't no, the she coach? Not. Because this movie why? Uh, was written by... It's a Steve Gomer film. Mm-hmm. It's a white movie. It's a black oh, movie written by a yeah. white man yep. with a white casting yeah, director... And and there was nothing that said, you know what? Danny DeVito, you, you you wanna you wanna produce this, Danny DeVito? You wanna produce this? Huh? Huh? Yep. If you produce it, we'll mm-hmm. um fuck it, we'll get your wife in as a basketball coach. Was this after Eddie came out the uh Whoopi Goldberg movie where she became like the uh the, the head coach of the Knicks? Because I think that came out like '93, '94, and and '96. And was a year of a run of just basketball movies for no reason with this and rebound mm-hmm. and 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 the basketball diaries and all that kind of shit. So um, he was like, you know what? We'll put we'll, we'll put Rhea Perlman in here. Rhea Perlman looks like she knows nothing about basketball. Rhea Perlman looks Rhea like she knows two. Two.
2: Danny's like
0: four eleven. She's five two. Like, yeah. But I just want to say, I think it it bears being said, she wanted to take an extra job, like as you're going to get to, to like help, like waste the time of black kids who desperately need support Mm -hmm. so that she could go gentrify another city, Mm -hmm. like go to a more, a blacker place and gentrify that too, after gentrifying her area in New York. So I'm just like, the optics on this are very nineties, very pre this time we live in now.
2: And and and. But see, I'd even say she didn't even gentrify the place she's in. I got confused as a product of the New York school system, where it's like, I know you didn't make that much money, so yeah. as a coach, you're still not going to make that much money. So how are you going to accomplish this mission, ma'am? Like, because um, great poupon ain't cheap. So you keep no. saying you're slumming, <laughs> but you're still going to whatever Whole Foods was back in 1996 to get your snacks. Now, here's the thing for me
1: as an actual real-life, God-honest basketball coach. Who coaches at a high school? What you're not going to do, even if you're a teacher, (laughs) teachers do get first pick when it comes to choosing to coach school sports. They get first right of refusal. Mm -hmm. What you're not going to do is rip the application or the job (laughs) opening off the wall and then from there just tramp your ass directly into the gym and be like, I'm your new coach. There's a a thing called applications. There's a thing called references. There's a thing called time for them to actually negotiate with you about what you want. Not, you know what, 5,500 would actually do me well. And that's for what, 200 hours of work? I could do that. Okay, I'm your new coach. And they're talking, the way that they're talking before she shows up, Butter is in the um, room or in the locker room Mm -hmm. talking with, they all got nicknames. So, Mm -hmm. Butter's in the locker room, lying his ass off, and talking with uh, Drano and Busy B and uh, Shorty Doo-Wop.
0: Shorty fucking Doo-Wop.
2: Shorty Doo-Wop. The legend.
1: Shorty Doo-Wop.
0: The living legend. Still living.
1: Looking great. The literal rule of why niggas can't give themselves nicknames. Nobody's gonna name you Shorty (laughs) Doo-Wop.
0: He said the boys from on the way call him that. I,
1: I... Kobe said the boys around the way called him Mamba. <laughs> Don't nobody, ain't nobody going to be like, yo, you know what this nigga's name is? He's short and he looked like he can sing. Shorty Doo-Wop. What up, yeah. Shorty Doo-Wop?
0: <laughs> oh, I just got it because he does music. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: At least have an S curl or something in your hair if you're going to say people called you Shorty Doo-Wop from around the way.
1: Right. My name is Beautiful. No, no, no. My name is Delicious. Nigga, who gave you the nickname Delicious? You know, the niggas around the way. They call me Delicious. No, the fuck they don't. Man, my name is Shorty doo Don't ask no fucking questions. My name is Shorty doo Also, I'm a 40-year-old man. My name is Butter. <laughs> at least they gave that bitch a... Or, sorry. At least they gave that nigga a catchphrase. I got to apologize, Chanel. I am really metering oh you can say bitch rich. generally, the only generally thing, speaking the only thing is it was just too aggressive to siri she didn't tell me what i wanted to know the thing is reading in the ratchet <laughs> book club there are a lot of books where they just like look you punk ass motherfucking bitch and so you get that inflection mm-hmm. and it gets hard to take it out so oh, i'm with it i'm with it this movie was made in the midst of the white woman comes and saves the students trope of the 90s And I'm Mm -hmm. certain somebody was like, what if, and hear me out here, but what if the white woman comes in and saves the students from basketball? (laughs) (laughs) Busy B, as they're in the locker room talking with each other, and Butter's in there lying about him getting some ass. Butter lies the entire movie about him getting ass. That's like his thing. He wants to be a pimp. Butter with one woman. No, no, because everybody knows butter's worth. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'll let that sit <laughs> for a second. <laughs> but Busy B walks into the locker room all proud because his mom bought him the same sheepskin jacket that my mom used to cover the seats of her 89 BMW. No, no, no,
0: no, no. We're not gonna do that to Pelly Pelly. <laughs> that was a fly fucking Pelly Pelly fit, okay?
1: That was a That was a sheepskin jacket. I've never seen one before. Even in the
0: 90s, I never saw that shit. I had a similar coat.
1: Was it sheepskin? I don't know. It was leather. It's leather. There's a difference between leather and sheepskin, though. It was leather. No. The thing is about sheepskin jackets, Mm -hmm. usually... They be the fur would be like on the inside, I thought, to keep you warm. That nigga shit was on the outside. <laughs> and it just, it really did look like the old upholstery <laughs> that old black folks were put in their cars so you wouldn't stick to their seats and shit. Look, and so that shit
0: was clearly valuable. Okay. There was, it was wanted, it was hot on the block.
1: I don't know why. I don't. I'm still confused. <laughs> I'm literally like, I was shocked. Um, Let me see. Shorty walks in and he's excited because they got a new coach and he 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 heard that the coach coached college ball. And to quote my uh podie Roy from So lied. okay. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know how I don't even know how he heard like this nigga just comes in out the gate line. Yo, I heard our coach coach college ball and then he <laughs> coming in this re and that's what you get motherfucker. That's exactly what you get. Um, mm-hmm. Because unless the coach was caught sniffing cocaine out of a coach out of a cheerleaders asshole during a church service, ain't no college coach ever coming to this school. The the motto of Sunset Park is it's time to get live, it's time to represent Sunset Park's a piece of shit. Okay. Um Whoa. they they literally, they literally have, I don't know how they attracted two white teachers to this school. I don't get it. I don't know how they're both there. Um and she's
0: running around the school, like, hey guys, up, Sal? How you doing, Larry? I'm like, Ria, if you don't sit your ass down, you are not the The HBIC, like she was walking around like, I'm white, I get these kids.
1: She don't get nothing. Just like Shorty. Because the team is literally in the locker room still begging Butter to pass the ball. They're asking this nigga to pass the ball in the locker room before (laughs) games. Hey man, I know we go on (laughs) to practice, but could you please pass the ball? Could you pass just once? Pass me the ball during Mm -hmm. practice. I want to see what the ball feels like in my fingers. (laughs) Shorty asks him when he's going to start passing the rock and Butter tells him, Talk to me after you get your first piece of punani. Mm. First of all, punani. That's such a '90s term.
2: Punani. It's made a comeback.
0: It's made it, a comeback. It has.
2: I'm yeah, too Nikki old for used this a shit. A
0: song recently.
2: Okay. Yeah, Nikki. Yeah, I was gonna say. Oh my god. Yeah.
0: Oh my god. Mm-hmm. I, whew. So but
2: we're second- at that point now.
0: Mm-hmm. We're at that point. There, everything's coming around that's how old it is is. Mm-hmm.
2: mm-hmm.
0: And, it's better though than pussy I don't want to hear them just talking like like they cussed at each other but I don't want to hear that much locker room talk so I was like okay this is towing the line pretty well
1: yeah and besides punani makes me smile the word punani is just yeah. a it's a it's a ticklish word in your mouth listeners if you're hearing us right now just hit pause and open up your mouth as wide as you can and say Punani. It really just it it mm-hmm. it's, it's pleasant to the mouth. It tickles, mouth. The tongue. It, tickles mm-hmm. it like Punani. Um also that's fucked up that that's the blockade that Butter is giving Shorty Doo-Wop for when he's gonna <laughs> pass him the ball. <laughs> I'm gonna pass you the ball. I'm gonna pass you the ball when you get some, homie. Like what if what if what if Shorty's saving himself for marriage? There, yeah,
0: like I mean he literally is so- central to your like the team needs him to shoot the ball so please pass he's like i
1: ain't i ain't passing you the balls until you empty yours shorty and shorty's like i can't do it because i love i love cheryl. shorty said no
0: shorty's lying he's saying i'm good yeah
1: no he said, he's like
0: i'm good i'm already you know whatever
1: no nah, the nigga said i got mad females on mine and and butter's like name one and shorty says cheryl God damn it, Melinda Williams. First of you all, know you from another school. He should have said she was in Canada. That's what he should have said. He's close enough to pull yeah. it off. I she met her in camp. I met her in camp, mm-hmm. summer camping, and we did the thing on the last day while they were doing the the end of summer dance, dance or whatever. I got to the third base. Lie, don't say somebody who literally they all see sunning you like every single fucking day.
0: <laughs> oh, that's Cheryl. I'm so mad at the representation. <laughs> it's not fair. Black one. Look at what. Look at the one black girl in this movie and how they depict her.
1: You know what, it it's horrible because Melinda Williams is just such a wonderful person. Like, honestly, I'm not yeah. even fighting. But it's a trope written by white men. Anyhow, uh, then Butter asks Spaceman, who's played by Terrence Deshaun Howard, if he's ever seen Shorty with Cheryl. And Spaceman says he has, and Butter's like, man, you a liar and your breath stinks. Mm. That's unnecessary. Butter is
0: light kill- Butter what? is lighting this locker room up, Okay
1: right so then we see phyllis talking about um how she's going to leave for saint croix because her boyfriend i guess tells her that they should open up a restaurant together later on <laughs> we find out phyllis has never cooked before but she's <laughs> gonna like literally risk it all to open up a restaurant in saint croix and she's telling this black dude in the gym oh. about and they dap in a way that takes her like eight takes to get right you can That's tell
0: what I'm saying he's like yeah He's like, Absolutely, Cheryl. Absolutely. That sounds what's her name? Phyllis. Absolutely, Phyllis. You can do this. I'm like, nigga, that's not how you talk.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely, buddy. You can do it, champ. Yeah.
2: So, <laughs> this they keep nigga, butter, her like it's a make a wish. It's like, I'm going to be a rocket ship. <laughs> okay.
1: You, <do> <laughs> you be the best rocket ship you can be. And we all were behind you 100%. Rockets fly, like you. <laughs> You're special. <laughs> so then we get to the big lie told by Butter. Butter is talking about how he is, um, <sighs> like we said, Butter's whole life is uh, sex, is, is, is getting uh, comfortable with, with girls. Um, and so his, his most recent lie, that or the earliest lie he tells in this movie, is about a a, a story that somehow not only denigrates <laughs> women, but it also somehow in oh a God. fucking double kill takes out the fucking South, and it's some amazing ass bullshit. American it it it's 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 some straight up like it's it's excellent um he's like yeah so i you know what fuck it this is this is this is why we have this is why we have videos
0: i don't know if anyone can do it the way that talent doesn't
1: and that's why we about to show talent doing this shit honey dip look up at me all hurt and shit like baby what's wrong you know what she said? What? She, she said you a
0: stank ass nigga. That's what she said. <laughs> anyway, <that one> <laughs> <real>. oh, <yeah. laughs>
1: she asked me, how come
0: I ain't offered to buy her
1: a chicken? But, a chicken? <laughs> stupid, right? B, that's what I yeah, said, yeah. but
0: I looked up across the street. All these dudes is buying their girls live chickens. Oh, Words of my mother. I'm telling you, yeah. B, it's a damn south, it's like a custom. Uh-huh. You gotta
2: buy a girl a chicken to get the punani. You Tell bought her a chicken?
0: Did I
1: buy it? Man, she looks so fine, man. Shit, I would have kidnapped the colonel. You know what, <laughs> what I'm saying? <laughs> you got to buy a live chicken.
0: My nigga, this is a hoodoo ceremony. You're right? buying into a ritual. <laughs> what did you, you about Is to get
2: this sacrificed. like a dowry? Like, I need two chickens, a goat, and three sheep for the right to the... Yeah, I- Mm-hmm. no this is how
1: the beginning of blade was you walk into that room to buy a chicken and you get attacked by a fucking vampire that's the only way yeah. that this thing could play out like what the fuck is this shit um shorty brings them all together yo this season's gonna be better than the last season yo my name is shorty
0: Du-pop.
1: and so they go out on the court to see phyllis standing in the gym she introduced herself as the head coach um with a clipboard. with a clipboard. Like, where do you get this shit from? You're literally like two minutes and 19 seconds ago. You were <sighs> snatching papers off the wall. Where, where yeah. did this all happen at? Um, she knows nothing about basketball at all. Shorty is running the practices, which consists literally all of their practices is them scrimmaging, shirts and poorly. poorly, poorly over and over again. I don't understand. Spoiler alert, these niggas make it to the championship, and I don't know how the fuck that happened.
0: I did not feel, by the time we got to the end, I said, what happened? This was two hours, and Mm. I saw one practice. Like, Mm. they are not, there's not possible. And the only one practice that we really
1: saw was a punishment, because they didn't do Mm -hmm. their homework. So she had them doing conditioning as punishment. Like, what the fuck is this shit? Um, Shorty gets, uh, while they're out scrimmaging and everything, Shorty gets run the fuck over by Dre. Uh, and gets pulled up onto, like, he gets told to, he gets stitches, and then he goes up to sit next to uh, Phyllis, and that gives him a chance to introduce everybody to the coach. Right.
2: Take it out oh, oh. See, oh.
1: Now, here's the thing. Shorty caught an elbow. Shorty didn't catch an elbow. Dre just ran his short ass over. He hit the back of his head on the hardwood court, and then he came up. And his forehead was bleeding. Yes, it didn't make sense. I watched that like four times. Like, wait, how that boom, 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 rub your forehead and it's bleeding? Like, oh, you bladed in the wrong spot, homie. What? What part of Dre did he hit? He didn't. He, he didn't hit none of Dre. Dre hit him. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, okay, this is horrible. So then, Shorty gets up there and he's introducing everybody.
0: Florida used to be coach. We never had a coach. That's one of our biggest problems. The other biggest problem is everybody wants to shoot, nobody wants to pass the rock, and nobody wants to play D.
1: The other problem is that nobody shoots. Everybody shoots. Nobody wants to pass the ball. Nobody wants to play D. How the fuck did y'all make it to the championship? If nobody wants to pass and nobody can play defense,
0: this is the beginning of the story. They gotta, they got they got to have their hero's journey.
1: Oh, it's a long-ass journey in two hours.
0: <laughs> team? For anybody yourself? you know what I'm saying, Coach? Yeah. See, I'm small. That's how comes they call me Shorty out But see, I'm going to play tall like Anthony Hardaway. That's the man right there. Because he make his own team better. He don't even need to score 50. How'd you get those stitches in your head, Shorty? I just say nothing.
1: Fredro, what we want you to do is we want you to get out there and say your part as quickly as fucking
2: possible. <laughs> but he had some emotion most it. in it. <laughs> Yeah. It's like we got one take. After that, your mama's going to come pick everybody else up for chicken, apparently, because they all got exchange chickens. If you don't get this done, you're getting
1: left behind. I'm short. That's why they call me shorty Do what, but I play big like Anthony Hardaway. Also, uh, we don't play defense. We don't play as a team. We don't even like each other. But you know what, coach? We like you. I like you, coach. I don't know why. Nobody else likes you. And I can tell that you don't know shit about basketball, but I like you because – I don't think Shorty has
0: parents. Not who? Who of them has a caretaker besides Busy? Busy, <laughs> and Busy is the most is it deals with the I most got questions violence. about Busy. Yeah, but I just would. I I think it's time for me to just come out and say, I did. I don't know how I feel about the movie, but the boys in the movie, I love. I love the. I love the delivery. I love the performances. I am. I'm a fan of Shorty Dua. Well,
1: the thing about the movie is they take folks who can actually act. Like, right. kinda. Within within this, like, kids who look like they're young, they put them in a place where they can act, because each and every one of them, you see them in other movies doing right. good things. They went on. Uh, and, I mean, Fredro, after this, he went on to The Wire to be Bird, so it isn't like he can't act either.
0: My guy, that's cue from Moesha. Do you know that I knew mm. about him on yeah, Moesha I before say. I knew about Onyx? Like, he's a heartthrob.
1: I never I saw some of Moesha. Oh,
0: okay. This is oh, another boy. conversation. We can't get into this. But my point is that he was like the bad boy who kept who Moisha kept went back and forth Kept going back to. Him. Yeah, no, I know so, the
1: oh. I know the mythology of it. I just could never like Moesha was too much like Thea to me. And so by that mm. point, I was just, it just wasn't my thing anymore.
0: That's fair. That's fair. Well, just bringing it back to Fredro, he is a, he's a heartthrob, bro. Like he was doing it. He's cute. He's heartfelt. He's emotional, um, but also very violent and problematic. And he's just a, the nice blend of both worlds.
1: And he plays, he's small, but he plays with a lot of heart. That's why they call him Shorty doo What the fuck does like that have Anthony to do with
0: him? Anthony Hordaway is like really who he looks up to. Shorty. And Hardaway's going to yeah. make a comeback later, which is amazing to me. Like The, the writing, however bad, it, t- it ties up loose ends, I'll say that much. Because if yeah. they mention something in this first 10 minutes, it's going to come back around no matter how annoying it, it will be. But, but here's the question. We now know Shorty doo has nothing to do
1: with singing. I'm short, but I got heart. So they call me shorty doo-wop. What the fuck Look, does that mean, Kobe Bryant?
2: It's it's what happens when you get writers who aren't tied in. <laughs> they don't know.
0: You lost me. Yeah, Because
2: like, Sunset Park is like, I, I grew up in like East New York. Mm-hmm. And beds and, and like part of Bed Stuffer, part so like Sunset, part Rucker, part these are like places like touchstones of basketball in New York City. I feel like these writers with this was like we're gonna do something inspiring for the people, but we're gonna inspire them by letting all the actors do whatever they did as their uh, tryout for the casting director, like whatever line of dialogue. That's what they're gonna do the whole movie and just go as quickly as they can while doing it. So that's what yeah. they did with the, most of this movie. Everybody, when they have dialogue, it feels like I got one take and this but They got, you know, terrorists got a gun to my family head and I'm, I got to get it done. And I'm going to pretend like this is a guitar hero. So I'm going to just out. And it's sad, man. Cause like shorty doo-wop. Like, I feel like that dude was sitting back there. I feel like, uh, uh who is it? Um, Probably Danny. I'm not gonna blame this on Danny. I'm gonna put it on. on Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna put it on Mr. Rosenfeld because he uh, quick, quick, quick side hustle. Uh, My man was married to Rosie Perez for smooth two years, so I think he thinks he was down. He's like, listen, Rosie. I heard these stories. I hear what you say. I'm gonna make a movie. I'm from New York. I know. I was raised in the Bronx. I know Rucker Park. I lived in Manhattan. I kind of know about Brooklyn. Is that thing over there on the side? We're gonna make a movie. And I'm gonna bring in my buddy Danny. It was gonna be great. And it's like, do we need black people? No, nah, no. Nah. Do we need anyone who's remotely played or knows of basketball? Nah. Like even they looking, all know like, basketball. They they look at them. Every they're black.
1: They all know ba- what the fuck? They're all black, they should know basketball. Hey, 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 two things all black people know. Basketball and racism. It's in the book, it's it. Google it. Google hasn't even been invented yet but you should look that up. I'm, I'm A black person, I have black friends and all my black friends know Patrick Ewing and racism.
0: <laughs> I need to tell oh. y'all something that may or may not help. So apparently in 1994, in One Love, Nas said shorty doo wop for the first time and coined the mm. phrase. So I think it's a, that would be the, that makes the most sense that it's a, a contemporary to the time Nas reference.
2: Okay. I'm did, did about Nas to say to that he was short energy. with
0: a lot of heart. He called the kid, he called a kid in the song Shorty doo So I'm going to assume it's...
1: Oh, I, I, no, 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 no. Yeah, no, that that's cool. That's dope. But what I'm, one I thought you might have had the genius lyrics up or something like that. And so you were seeing if he, like maybe Nas at some point in the lyrics alluded to him being short with a lot of heart. Because that's why Shorty doo said I'm- his name was that. Not because I like a lot of Nas,
0: which will be cool. I mean, well, it's, it's I, fucking Jersey. I can look and see. I he- just want to tell you that um uh, also search for was uh, is shorty a bad word and um is it good if a guy calls me shorty so shorty be. is like in the lexicon people are not clear on these things
1: yeah no shorty shorty is precursor I- to my which is the other thing yeah. everybody that I've ever heard get called shorty it was usually a, a, a guy trying to
2: holler at a lady mm-hmm
0: Term of endearment to me.
2: I, I, I want y'all to take a minute, take a look at the thing I just threw in our DM, because this gentleman also wrote this movie with his now ex-wife at this point. And just notice how even 14 years later, the names and the subject remain the same. Well, I, I mean, just,
1: you go with what got you here. That That's king of the... Oh, God, like, King of the jungle <laughs> John Leguizamo. So, oh my God. John Leguizamo, Rosario Dawson, oh fuck, Michael Rappaport's in it. I can't watch it. Justin Pierce, who was, in, uh, who was in Kids. He was Roach in Kids. Or not Roach, he was Catherine mm-hmm. Kids and Roach in Next no, Friday. No, no, and he died. Yeah, yeah. But, so... so a uh,
0: basketball film.
1: Okay. So, yeah, Little um, Mafia little mafia so they um after the practice is over phyllis goes back home to ronnie that like that's her whole thing she's like ronnie
0: ronnie are you home ronnie i've given my entire heart to you ronnie
1: and she goes home and ronnie has literally taken shit so smooth out of her house that she thinks she got robbed (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> calls the police immediately. Calls the cops immediately. Like somebody from my basketball team robbed me. <laughs> and the cops are like, yo, um, there's no forced entry. And she's like, so what? And then she when she opens up the closet, that's when she realized Ronnie not only stole his stuff back, he also absconded with her heart. Mm. Sir. And so she's at the bar now with her friends, the one from the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt and the world famous, the best fucking defense lawyer in New York City. And- uh, okay, with
0: the craziest hairstyle I've seen in my whole time on this earth.
1: And Mona, who's the one from Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, she's like, let me go ahead and make you feel better real quick. Oh
0: God, he was good. I'm a real pro, you know? You know what, Phil? In one
1: year, you have been dumped by more guys than I met in the last 10 years. What the fuck? How is this inspirational speeches?
0: Very unrelatable. I mean, very, very un uninspiring and also very relatable. So i mean, I'm like, mm-hmm. ooh, that really, that hit me. I guess you only strike out
1: at the pitches that you, are you, you, no, because you strike out at the pitch, you don't swing at either.
0: I don't I don't understand where we're at here. You miss the shots you don't take. Let's keep it to basketball. Yeah, and yeah. how long? And, is- and she's
2: like, you miss the shots. You just miss them all. She's like, you miss the shots you don't take. And then you take the shots and you still miss. So maybe this isn't your sport. But
0: again, are they not 45? Like, what's been happening the last 10 years, sis? How old are you supposed to be?
2: Okay, so Carol Kane is, that's the woman, who also mm-hmm. was the wife in – a uh, taxi to Latka played by andy kaufman who oh, knows so she, yeah danny devito I mean, yeah. so that was a you know you get a come up you get a nice come up i appreciate that so she right now she's 69 she was born in 52 so in 96 she was 44 years old
1: god damn, damn it okay that, so i'm that...
0: like are they young yeah, okay great
1: no i mean that 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 makes sense in her face also mm-hmm. i am learning with every statement that you're saying, that this was nothing more than a family affair for Rhea Perlman and Danny DeVito, and they just sprinkle some black folks into it, and it just happened to work for him.
0: That's why I'm blaming mm-hmm. him. Danny has his, hand, his low hands is in here.
2: But who gonna do? Who not gonna do that? Like if we ever get a chance, I would like the three of us to get together and watch Obsessed to see it. How when black folk do it, it's just as bad. Because oh, yeah. Beyonce did it with her brother, and Beyonce could not be the bad guy, even though. Idris Elba did nothing wrong in that movie. Like I will stand on a stack of Bibles and swear that man got railroaded in that movie, mainly because Beyonce wrote and <laughs> produced it.
0: Fair. That's also fair. I, but you should not say that out loud. Yeah. I'm you should not, sure not critique that. Beyonce out loud. Ever. Oh
2: crap! No, no, no. People. Okay. People said. People, okay. Thank uh, you. Thank you. Thank mm, you. Thank you. I appreciate that. And it. You. I mean, what? What is no, it? No, i never. The Bayhive is strong what
1: is it if you're not putting on for your fam right and this is just proof that everybody does it even a successful movie star and his successful already been in hella tv shows wife will put on for their family no matter what um
0: i can't wait to bring unqualified people to the game
1: right can't wait i mean you got
0: me i'm wholly unqualified (laughs) for this shit um you, so no y'all are y'all are uh living legends don't you ever t- don't you ever talk down
1: <laughs> so she decides that even though uh ronnie has taken off of her shit she's gonna go ahead and open up the restaurant by, by again she's gonna take the money she gets from coaching and eat peanut butter and save every cent, and she'll get the restaurant girl but what she really gonna do is end up with diabetes and a seething hatred of fucking pb and j's that's what's really I swear to God,
0: that's what i used to say about my visa balance if i just don't do if i just don't get my nails done i'm gonna get out of debt and that's not how i did it it was not with saving 20 but it does help it does help but i don't want to discourage anyone from saving their money but bitch you are not about to challenge pb and j you're at a restaurant right now you're eating out as we speak talking about how you're gonna like bring it on down you're not
1: Mm -hmm. oh if you if you live like no one else to get your bills paid then after you get them paid, then you can live like no one else once it's all done. That's that's what they say. Mm-hmm. I ain't eating peanut butter and jelly. It's or like, or sis, peanut butter and or tuna fish.
0: Like you're saving up enough to go be poor in St. Lucia.
1: Mm-hmm. But
2: she's going to be poor in white. St. Croix, but she's going to be poor in white. Listen. Sunset Park should have just had underneath it as the subtitle, I'm built different. <laughs> oh you going to you're going to you're going to you going to a whole other co- i'm built different you gonna coach a team you ain't never played a yeah court, I'm built different.
0: she should have been you're right i want her, i want to rewrite this where her talking mad shit her being like look little niggas okay i'm getting this motherfucking check so y'all can run up and down this court y'all can i don't give a fuck okay they're giving me look, my little fit my little stimmy okay so as far as I'm concerned, win or lose, I don't give a, suck a dick. And then while, and then she just, that's how practice starts and ends every day. That would have been more believable.
1: Yeah, what's also unbelievable is uh, at the next day of practice, Shorty talking bad about Drada Phyllis. Uh, she's like, I don't care. Pull up your pants and turn your hat around. And then he introduces Butter, the ball hog. He's telling her all these people, like she's in, he's introducing them by their, their, quality flaws yeah yes butters the ball hog busy bee who can't play worse than anyone else on the team who also can't play spaceman who is catching flies with his bare hands
0: thank you i I said wait a minute i screamed because i i was wondering when terrence deshaun howard would pop up when they showed him in the corner okay separate from everyone just doing his little sped thing i was like what where are we going with this character and i ultimately love him but mm-hmm. i was just like what what are we doing here is this about to be a narrative on kids who are special like what are we doing if
1: if this was i don't know if this is his first movie i don't know but if it was then he had the easiest road to success because for the whole first half of the movie he didn't do shit he's yeah. literally catch flies with your bare hands i could do that
0: breakout
1: star breakout i loved it um and then after he tells her what's bad about everybody else, he's like, I'm pretty much the closest thing to perfect you got on this team. And then they go to the movies. Uh, Phyllis goes and there's two people sitting in front of her talking shit to the screen. Cause it's one of those type of movies. This literally an over-the-top action movie within an over-the-top basketball movie. She shushes them like a white woman should. And then when that doesn't work, she just tells them straight out to shut up. And one of the guys turns around and tells her, you shut up. And she responds, yeah. Sit on a Twizzler, asshole.
0: Mm. Good line. What the fuck does that no really
1: mean? Right? She, she loves different.
0: Twizzlers, so it does. Like, she love Twizzlers enough Twizzler. to sit on it. She's basically making a homophobic joke, but using a, a you know a very popular candy to do it.
1: And Twizzlers shouldn't be popular either. Let's just throw that out there right now. Twizzlers I come like from
0: a Twizzlers household, so I'm gonna I'm gonna recuse myself.
1: Twizzlers are nasty. They're they're nasty like red vines. Licorice is nasty. Licorice is waxed yeah, with, I got with right fruit here.
2: flavoring. I got nice eyesight here in my kitchen some 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 licorice and some red vines and some. So I can't talk.
0: Like you can make yourself say eat it, it. You really yeah. can.
2: If I say it, my wife will appear out of nowhere from the couch <laughs> and just like, chop me in the throat and then disappear back into the yeah.
0: Night. Women love licorice.
1: So. Anyhow, these, these, not not that, but that uh, these guys are Shorty and one of his friends. And I don't understand why Shorty is so involved in trying to impress somebody who's literally disrespecting basketball every time she steps on the court. Like, if he cares about ball so much and they sent a coach to me that I know knows nothing about basketball, I'm furious. Everybody else on the team is fucking furious. They won't even learn her name. They're just calling her Miss. And he's like, hey, coach, don't even worry about it, blah, blah, blah. So they play at a scrimmage, and she tells them to do what they've been practicing, which is wild, because she ain't taught them a goddamn thing at all. They don't know her name, because she's never introduced herself. They call her Coach or Ma, like I said. And they lose and get heckled like a motherfucker
0: by Guy Torrey. Um they, <laughs> But they lose also because just like... she literally can't stand on anything like it was frustrating for me Mm -hmm. because i'm not necessarily the sports girl anymore but i know the basics of everything and she like there's so much more preparation she could have done before the first fucking game Mm -hmm. like again if you didn't have time because you got you got walked from the application to to practice okay fine but by the time overnight you could have looked anything up and the fact that she didn't i think was like pure white privilege and pure white women privilege like there was just a lot going on there it was disgusting so at that point i was like not on her team i was like Man. and that she already was trying to plan and gentrify the an island but now it's like you can't even do your basic job and then now i'm curious about what is her job her other job at the school i don't know what else?
1: We never actually see her in is class. She, does she? Is, does is she, she a PE anything? teacher? I thought she was yeah. a PE teacher until I saw that she wasn't really dressed like a PE teacher because she's wearing a fucking Hawaiian shirt and just telling girls, put your arms up. Like she just appeared out of nowhere. Like put your arms up. Oh so anyway, God, Bob, so anyway, Bob, this is what I'm planning on doing with this restaurant. So that's all she did. Put your arms up. Keep them up here. So anyway, this is what I'm planning on. She's a fucking security guard for all we know. We don't know her actual job because she never actually says anything. She just pluckily wipes her way. She just pluckily wipes her Mm -hmm. way from place to place and tells folks about her restaurant idea. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. uh, they lose. And at one point, Butter has four fouls and Phyllis doesn't take him out because she. Shorty says take him out. And she's about to put Busy in and 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 butter punks him out. So she's like, all right, you can stay in, just don't foul anybody else. She goes, he goes in and immediately fouls somebody, like open hand screen like this. He sets a screen with his hands out, so then he's hitting somebody. Fifth foul, he's out the game. So Phyllis decides to sub all the starters out the game with the <laughs> statement of I don't I don't want anybody else to foul out. For anybody to foul out? <laughs> And Shorty's like, none of us have fouls.
0: Phyllis.
1: We're not in foul trouble.
0: <laughs> so the cringe level was through the roof. I was like, ma'am, you should not show your face again. This is basic.
1: And so after this, after after they've done the, the scrimmages where all somebody has to do is say, miss, miss, that was a foul, right? And she's like, yeah, foul.
0: After yeah, everything all that,
1: you After all this bullshit, this is the part that Shorty finally gets mad at her and says, if you don't know how to coach, you shouldn't have taken this job. You probably just want a goddamn paycheck, which is true. But when a nigger says it to her.
0: He read her down.
1: Mm-hmm. And so after he said it to her, she goes home and reads a beginning coach's book and comes back to practice the next day. And she tries to coach what she's learned <laughs> because she watched a fucking Knicks game. And they said a scissor cut, and she turns to Mona and says, "Write that down, a scissor cut." And Which I'm like,
0: you can't even do your own note taking. It's for you. Why the Mona? Why is Mona involved?
1: But what's writing it down going to do for you when there's no internet and you don't have any basketball <laughs> books? That oh play? no,
0: they had a book. There, they, they did have a book. Yeah, they, they had the beginning
1: like, coaching. They had the beginning coaching book. Yes. Yeah, so she, when they mm-hmm. literally, okay, so. What rarely happens in basketball, in a basketball game, when you're watching the NBA, what rarely happens is somebody, you can see it on SportsCenter, I'll say that much, but in an actual basketball game, what rarely happens is Marv Albert saying, beautiful scissor cut by John Starks and Patrick Ewan passing the ball. But nope, she comes to practice the next day and she's like, okay, we're going to run a scissor cut with Shorty, Butter, and Dre. And how you learn that it takes three people to do a scissor cut? Like, where you look that up at? Who told you all that stuff? Who giving up game? So they all ignore her. And um, she's like, oh, y'all just going to ignore me? And, and, and so uh, she comes the next day. Wait, hold on. Sorry,
0: attention. my favorite thing is they bounce, they're bouncing the ball around, and they go, "Y'all want to scrimmage it's Just like, and they go, "Y'all heard something?" And I think Drena goes, "Must have been the wind." And that was <laughs> favorite line of the film. Also, <laughs> I feel like it was
2: ad libbed. I feel like somebody just ad libbed
0: it. It was amazing,
1: and also the part where they start scrimmaging and that must have also been ad lib cuz there was a nigga literally landing in the middle of the court stretching <laughs>
0: and they just jump
1: over him <laughs> they're just stepping over him in the midst of a scrimmage
0: like fuck this nigga um this was probably the only time they got to be them their real selves on set and this this was probably not rec- they didn't know the cameras were filming Rhea perman was just like y'all can we rehearse like and they're like bitch mm-hmm. must have been a win and just start playing <laughs> The answer is, my friend. It must have been
1: the win. So, Shorty and Spaceman are literally blowing trees before the first game the of the season. Game of the season, like you talking bad about Spaceman, but nigga, you literally getting blowed back while talking about you the best player on the team. How the fuck are you the I leader fu- of the team?
0: I fully believe in drugs. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I fully believe in how they're fun. I fully believe in pre gaming. I do not believe in smoking a depressant before an athletic event.
1: I mean unless it's the 100 meter dash, uh Shikari could have done that shit my niggas. I don't give a fuck what y'all different. say. That's different.
0: Cuz cuz cuz
1: niggas document. been smoking weed and running from the cops since time immemorial. <laughs> I just want to put that <laughs> out there. <laughs>
0: But they don't plan it. They don't say, oh, they're coming. All right, bet. Like, they don't prep for it. It's like they've been overcoming it. But this is like, my man's went out of his way. And I'm like, a post-game blunt, that's a whole, a whole different story. whole different so, story. You so can't wait two hours.
1: Shorty is wilding the fuck out during the game, which shouldn't happen to somebody who's smoking weed. Like, he wilds the fuck out in a way that's too much energy. And he so, just bounces it to like nobody. It's like, what the <laughs> fuck are we doing? I'm just, and he walks past her. Hey, that chocolate look good as a motherfucker. Let me go ahead and get a bite. And bites the wrapper off that.
2: Bitch.
1: <laughs> I got the munchies, he said. And then pants to his teammate, like, come on now, nigga. Um, she's so fed up with him that she tries to stop busy, and but Shorty punks him out too. Everybody punks busy out. busy. Um, so Phyllis, as the coach, decides to walk away from the fucking game. She literally leaves and goes up into the stands and sits in the stands and tells Shorty, "If you want to coach, you got this. This is your Damn. first fucking game of the season, Miss.
0: <laughs> You're fucking fired." All-black they're playing an all black team with a black coach, and they look at her in the stands and they all look and go, "Ah!" and start screaming, laughing because they're like, "This bitch just walked in the sta- We got this, y'all. It's in the bag."
1: I would have fired built her after the first game. Different. Yeah, built
2: different.
0: <laughs> built sure, different. Sure. Built like I don't give a fuck. That's for what she
1: tough. Is. After they get beat badly, she tells him that she wants to be a good coach, but she needs them to teach her some plays. That's not how a coach works. She does matters. not like
0: losing. Even though no. she walked away from the team during the game, she didn't like how it felt afterwards.
1: Even though mm-hmm. she's lost more men in, in 10 years than her friend <laughs> has lost in her entire, or in one year that her friend has lost in her entire life, <laughs> she does not like mm-hmm. losing. Even though she gets told that she cannot what does she get told? She gets told she can't do a whole lot of shit and her plucky ass. is like, fuck you. And comes right back. You can't tell me what to do. Watch me do this. Cause she doesn't like to lose. You're absolutely right. But for me to not lose, I need you to do my job and teach me how to coach basketball. So then I could teach you how to coach basketball and together we will come together <laughs> for basketball <laughs> excellence, I guess. I'm
0: going to teach no, I need you to read between the lines. She's saying, if you teach me how to do my job, I will share with you the confidence that comes with white privilege. Mm-hmm. The expectations that you can have moving forward in your life that come from knowing that no one will do anything to you. I think that's what she's saying. Mm-hmm. Cause Shorty Duop, I think he is an, ama- I think he's the smartest person here. Cause he sees like "Oh, white lady bet. Let me soak up all the game. And figure out how to get to the next level from this. I really, in my mind, think that he, like, is a visionary, but he doesn't know it.
1: And she's like, all right, lesson number one on how to be a a proper white person. Confidence. Y'all see how I don't even know how to do shit with basketball. And you see I'm still your head fucking coach, right? Teach me shit. Y'all see how I'm telling you to teach me shit, even though I'm the fucking coach, right? This is white people confidence. (laughs) You ain't going to tell them (laughs) either. Ain't nobody going to snitch on me. I'm confident in that, too.
0: Um, and, and guess what? And I'm about to blur a bunch of lines with y'all. There's going to be a lot of really intimate moments that should not happen, and I bet you won't say shit then either.
1: Like, I'm going to take my point guard out on a date.
2: <laughs> no. We ain't going to talk about that. We ain't going to talk about that.
1: <laughs> we are so... going to talk about that because...
2: <laughs> like, like the, uh, the the court case is still pending. So, after
1: that, Butter is talking about how he needs to transfer schools because he can't get into college on a team like this. Like, nigga, you suck. He's literally missing layups that are hitting the way... bottom of the rim. They're hitting the bottom of the rim, my dog. Like, this is not possible. Um,
0: no, Butter's funny as fuck. In hindsight,
1: he's funny as fuck. But what he helps is he helps Drano be the funniest motherfucker in the entire movie because <laughs> just... Butter is talking shit on the bus about how another escapade he had with a girl and she looks at him and says and but and reno hops in and says nigga with your broke ass and you're stupid too <laughs> <laughs> big 30 year old nigga still in
0: the 10th grade i mean their banter is it for me. Like, that's what I'm saying. Who wrote it? Because I I pray to God that they left blanks in the script and let them, like, actually cap on each other because it's the fact that they don't just go in on each other. They, like, let... They give each other space to let the whole joke out. Mm -hmm. Like, Adreno went on for 10 minutes about (laughs) how big and stupid Butter is. And Butter was like, man. And you stink, too. (laughs) What you need to do... Okay. is get out your
1: mamma's house. <laughs> <Or> get, <laughs> before I tell yeah. your mammy, I was like, okay, that works. They go to the next game and they're getting beat by the team in yellow. They're getting punked the fuck out. And she literally at halftime, white woman's them talking about, are none of you going to fight for my honor? And none of them stand up and say they're gonna fight for her honor. So she decides to put in space, man. And they're all like, oh no, you don't wanna do that. You don't wanna put in space, man. Don't do that. But in the background, hoop all in your face is starting to play. So you know something about to pop off. And, and you're like,
0: oh yeah.
1: And what literally <laughs> pops off is this nigga playing regular good basketball. He plays defense. He's all
0: over the court. He's all over the court. Yep.
1: He's rebounding. Okay. He sets mm-hmm. screens. He does a hard foul to the nigga who was going to the hoop with impunity. So then he knows ain't no free rides here.
0: Yeah, he's not scared.
1: He's not scared. This is the nigga that y'all don't
0: like? Like, and and it lets me know. It's like y'all don't even like, okay, y'all say y'all like each other, but the way that the popular kids talk to each other lets me know that they've just been so focused on each other that they haven't even talked to the, like, there's no reason why you think Spaceman is Spaceman. Mm-hmm. there's no good like there's no he's he's perfectly functional you know what mm-hmm. i mean but y'all just want him to be it's just hilarious because that is how kids are kids be like no nah, i don't fuck with him and then you find out that kid is so normal and great but he's like the weird kid and then
1: quiet is kept him and uh shorty are like best friends so shorty <laughs> should have known this is how he plays basketball Nah, ma. Let me tell you something about Spaceman. Spaceman gets out there. He dives for basketballs. He dove after a ball, y'all. Like, he gets on the ground. He plays defense. He talks.
0: He sets screens. Why isn't he starting? What exactly is going on here? Because from Okay, two things. From day one, Rhea let them just tell her what the starting lineup was. So mm-hmm. that's one. Like, she didn't do a drill. She didn't do an assessment. She didn't do a building year restart. Um, Two, this just reminded me of a memory this that you unlocked from when I was young. Yes. And um, my cousin was telling me about basketball practice. And you know how people, so I'm from a place where people exaggerate. I'm from Detroit. We tell stories and it's mostly true. But we know we're just gonna make it funnier without really, you know what I mean. We're just gonna make yeah, it funnier, right? right? So I just remember her telling me that the coach, they were in basketball practice, and somebody was, they were trying to get some hustle going, and somebody went get you up, know, down, and get the ball, and the coach was like, "Get your dirty ass on the ground and get that ball." And that's just what spaceman came out and did. He got his dirty ass on the ground and got that ball, and I'm not, I'm not mad, I'm not mad at that. I'm, 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 I'm mad actually, that he I'm, hasn't gotten in more i stand by the end of this when we when we end come back to me for my ranking because i need to tell you who my favorites are because i have some real favorites here
1: oh yeah me too we in the same boat okay Um, also uh and i'm i I just want to put this out there or should i i'll hold off till later i will hold off till later and i know that i said in another podcast that whenever niggas say i'm gonna get back to it later they ain't but i'm gonna try
0: well, I'm if you can put hardest. it in the chat, we won't forget it. Because that way I can hold you to it. Because I have no idea what it is and we'll both forget.
1: I'm going I'm, to I'm try. I'm going I'm to put it in okay. the chat too. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh-uh. So
0: while you're doing that, Spaceman is just amazing. What I wanted to add real quick is when you look up Sunset Park now, they talk about Terrence Howard a lot, which in the beginning, I was like, this is not fair because these other actors worked really hard. Um... <laughs> I'm so mad. <laughs> <laughs> because we're gonna forget the thing, y'all. Just so y'all. I'm not gonna forget it. the
1: thing. I put okay. in the notes to talk about the thing at the end of the movie.
0: Are you gonna remember what the thing is? Yes. Okay. Great. Well, then. No, down. I wrote it down. Oh, okay. Cool. But yeah. So anyway, it's just Kent Howard is like a big pl- plug in the movie now, which I think is unfair because these other actors did the fucking thing. Like I do want to say that um Drano the actor Antoine Antoine Tanner. And Tron Tanner is still alive and well and plays in an adult basketball league.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, they... So, I love him. They literally... I like to think that this movie inspired him to learn how to play better. I think so,
1: too, because like I said... can't ever get me in public. You ain't blocking my shit in public. <laughs> I jump now with my jump shot. Listen. So, um... They come back and they, they um... This is where she's talking to him about winning. I'll teach you how to be winners and all that kind of shit. And then we find out Busy got shot over that stupid ass coat.
0: This yes, is the '90s yes, thing.
1: So, okay, we'll agree to disagree. Um, this is the '90s thing mm-hmm. that got written in. It's like a uh, uh, afternoon, a Saturday afternoon special type thing, um, after school special type thing, um, and after the season, I believe. After he got shot and healed up, I believe that after the season was over, Busy and his sister moved to California and he went by his real first name, which is Stacy. Having contacts uh really made a change in his life, and he became popular and became a blood. Drano went with him.
0: This is you telling me you're fanfic. Wait, this well, is your fanfic.
1: Well, the thing is a lot of these niggas end up being in the same movie with each other again, so Drano and okay. Stacey, or Drano and and Biz and Busy are in the wood together, which is based right. out of California, okay. where where Stacy is now a gangster, and, and Drano's a punk nigga who has to sit in the backseat of the car. So yeah, that's my fanfic. Um, Thank you. They still don't do shit, but scrimmage and practice. Even after she asked him, even after they sit in a little tight circle in the dark in a practice and, uh, and shorty tells Phyllis, yo, if you keep it real with us, we'll never be mad at you.
0: Which how many times have I said that to a man?
1: More times than I have. (laughs) Um, And so even after that, they're still scrimmaging every practice. Like I don't understand how they get better. And as they leave out of the scrimmage that they just had, uh, they see Shorty and and Coach Phil see Cheryl. This is our first time meeting Cheryl. And the very first thing she does <laughs> walks over to Shorty and say, Shorty, you got some money for me? Because they got some Tims that I think would look really
0: good on me. Nigga, do you know how much Tims cost? Girl, that's when I said, okay, either a white man or Wrote this or a Samira wrote this like somebody like this is the only thing that tracks for me new york wise is she would be trying to go get some timbs wouldn't she and well, yeah. she would be trying to get off on the man who has a crush on her for that like in a way she's a feminist icon but the way they played her was terrible
1: i could see both sides of that yeah i could see her being a feminist icon if it she, wasn't she this no movie shame in it. yeah she, if she it wasn't
0: got... this movie it'd be better she's like you
1: know what i never said i liked him but if you're going to keep breading me out, cash me out, nigga. And he does. He chips Listen. her up with, like, money for her Tims, and she leaves with her friends and gives him a side hug. Like, dude, you are literally a side hug status.
0: But then it's like, you know, the fucked up thing is he can't say, all right, now, Punani.
1: No, like, he can't. can't be
0: like, let's exchange it. So it's like, you just have to... It, but it, it, she fu- This fucks the game up for people who, like, aren't going to disrespect you blatantly but also would like your money.
1: So that's one thing. And I mean, honestly, I could see myself in a, in certain situations. This is, this is hard for me to say, but in certain situations at that age, mm mm-hmm. I could see myself breaking off cash as somebody who I thought because I, I, I don't but want to be her. that person who's like like Poonani. I don't want to be that dude who's pushing up on people or whatever, grabbing asses, smacking ass and running away. I'm not a thug, I'm not all that kind of stuff. So if I keep giving you money, maybe that'll work.
0: You know? I want to say though, I think he is semi affiliated because he has that group, oh no, he's affiliated, time. he's
1: definitely affiliated.
0: Right. Okay. But yes. with so her, he's, like he's the playing a long game. World. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's the best. Of that's why they call him Shorty doo-wop I can
1: Seriously. say that for everything because they never really explain that in a way to make sense. Why it's no shorty.
0: reason why I don't. I, I feel confident that I'll move forward asking people to call me Shorty doo-wop I feel like that's something that we can we can we are all Shorty Doop. You know what I'm, what I'm saying? I'm not gonna call you Shorty doo-wop I Instead of that, I
2: am Groot, I am Shorty doo-wop
1: I will not. call You, you get it, doo-wop.
0: Rich gets it. It'll happen. Don't worry about it. It'll sneak up on you. That's
1: that's 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 gonna happen as quickly as somebody letting me use the phrase that's really fetch.
0: That can also be done. Don't don't create too many challenges for me, okay? Because we're gonna find a way for this to you have you're gonna start the fetch podcast, right? Featuring Shorty Doo Wop.
2: Oh, oh you got the fetchy doo wop cast. I
1: just had a podcast idea not that fetchy idea walk. i mean that's a good idea but an idea, Ooh, outside of that idea. Versus i like that so See? the next day <laughs> phyllis is sitting up in her office like she's not even sitting in class girl she's sitting what in an do office. you do
2: <laughs>
1: Tommy, Tommy, assistant principal child Tommy, what's your job and so spaceman comes in and he's like coach i need to talk to you and she's like get the fuck out i don't know why she's mad but she's mad And so he's like, I really need to talk to you. And she's like, do you speak English? Mm -hmm. And she's like, he's like, coach, I really need to talk to you. And I'm about to go kill my teacher. And that's when she looks up and sees this big ass machete that fucking Tretch from Naughty by Nature had first.
0: Listen to me, Mm. this scene, I jumped out of my skin. This is the funniest, stupidest, randomest shit I... So you brought in, you brought a whole weapon and not a weapon, but like a tribal, like uh, this is past. They brought this over on the boat type of Mm -hmm. weapon and you brought it. And I want to know, did you go home? Like, when did the teacher do this? Did you go home yesterday? And then you came in before first period, like what is the thought process on you coming to your coach? The one white woman to say, Hey, by the way, I might murder another white. And I figured you would want to know.
1: Also. A question that I thought was going to come up in that in 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 your questions, but did not. So let me add this in. <laughs>
0: uh-huh.
1: Sunset Park being a piece of shit and all. Sunset Park has metal detectors at the front of their doors. How did he get a knife, a fucking machete, and a big ass metal machete, w- in through those
2: metal detectors? I mean, they they got more doors. That's the front door like the side, I can tell you growing up in New York like it's always good when the news people were coming, and you had like that one front door with the metal detector, but it's like all it took was a little elbow, and that side door is wide open.
0: One thing that will track is spaceman is the type of kid in high school who knew how to bring a knife into the classroom. I will say that like he's he's high every fucking day that man has a weapon on like it's just it it tracks to me you know to which? me it works so she. Goes to see
1: Morris, who I thought was the same dude who was hitting on her while she was looking at the um, while she was looking at the job opening for the basketball mm-hmm. coaching position. But she's no, like, that nigga
0: a... was... wait, hold on." What we find out that Morris is actually like a ex college coach who is just looking for something casual. And she took the sign down first, and she oh, yeah. like Morris was the qualified candidate. We find out,
1: and he would have taken oh. it, but he was too distracted mm. by her beauty.
2: Hmm. That's a lot to process. Like, think about those curls, those locks. That that just that that rage-filled face, and Morris is like, "Look, I could have. I could. He would. They would have won the championship." That girl is poison. Poison.
0: <laughs> I have I have a fanfic to put forward. I know this is like very random, but in my fanfic, it's today, and Shorty Doop is fifty. And he's a power broker in New York. And we find that Rhea Perlman, like they stayed in touch and she put him through college and she taught him the ways of um, the elite, the coastal elite. And now he um, works in a de- for a real estate developer who displaces black people. And it's, the movie is about his crisis of conscience. And I just wanna say that I would like to be hired to make that movie happen in real life.
1: I need you to be See? hard to say to, to write that movie in real life because I need to figure how the fuck out she's going to send somebody to college when she only has $5,500.
2: Listen, Chanel just wrote season four to Billions. <laughs> like that, that was basically right there. Like as soon as I heard that, I was like, oh, okay. So this is how. Listen, my spec
1: script is on the way. Ride. And you know it what, Rich? Is- Me, you, Billions Review. It's going down.
0: No, but it oh. has to be Fredro Starr though. So I do, but I think that no matter what, we need to will like we need to do a prayer circle to get Fredro Starr onto billions because now I need to see that too.
1: So the reason why his teacher Morris was fucking with him is because he had braids in his hair, and so Morris tells him to, and so his braids are still being worked on. So he has a hoodie. He has he has a be a, a skullie on. He calls it a woolly a wooly it's a big ass hat too and so the teacher tells him to take off his wooly and when he takes off this wooly Moore starts laughing at him which is fucked up like mm-hmm. you're at a all you're at a black school fam like you but you Hopefully know races. what they they really wrote that without any issue and yet that part i know that folks say that this 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 statement is played out or it's been used too much that watching it again was literally triggering for me Mm -hmm. like he he looks so forlorn spaceman looks so fucking sad he was crying like this is when this was literally the best acting job the moments that terrence howard got in this movie he made the most out of him because he was Mm -hmm. like i took off my wool and he started making fun of my braids and they was all laughing at me and you ain't gonna laugh at me you not and i felt that to my very spirit I was ready to walk up on that teacher. And so she left her office of the office or whatever the fuck I do and took Spaceman and went to see Morse and literally hung that nigga up against the wall. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Look, you ain't gonna do that to him. You ain't gonna fuck with Spaceman no more. Hey, but you mean Bernard?
2: <laughs>
1: no, bitch, his name is Spaceman. You ain't gonna do that to Spaceman. By the way, Spaceman, is there anything else you want to tell him? My favorite... My favorite uh, subject is is science. Well, that's, I I didn't didn't know that, Bernard. I I didn't know that. Probably because he's teaching fucking English. So (laughs) 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 they never actually say that Morris is teaching science.
0: It's not confirmed. (laughs) Like, this is
1: art class. Don't come here and
0: tell me that your favorite class is someone else. Get the fuck out of my face. I guess I was supposed to hurt. Either I was supposed to hurt his feelings, or he is a science teacher. But I like that it's unclear. And I also just want to say, you made me realize that Terrence Howard is actually a good actor, man. God
2: damn! You know what? I was what, waiting what, for what... him to say it in the middle of this movie. Like, I wanted to care, man. I wanted but to. He... Care. He, he he shouldn't have laughed at
1: me,
0: man. They they always <laughs> laughing at me, man. No, he's really good. Like I can't think of anything he was genuinely bad in. I think it's just he's fun. He's a funny nigga. Like he's just goofy, so it's hard to like pretend he's like he's good at his job.
1: You know what happened? As the nigga got older, he grew into his body and became a genuine sex symbol. Mm-hmm. And then he—it mm-hmm. wasn't even hustling flow, which we talked about on hindsight. It was the fact that he went to the best man and played that suave-ass role where he yes. was playing the guitar at the beginning with one yes. hand and shit and had is. me out there rubbing my nipples like god damn it <laughs> okay Terrence
0: okay Terrence what are we doing oh, yeah. next okay no, but that was corny that was corny to me I don't it doesn't but you know it's because the timing was wrong I wasn't mm-hmm. of age when that came out but I think of him as corny is it just me yes yeah, you no, I'm serious.
1: In every well, movie the niggas okay, in, he's me. always playing that smooth-ass nigga role. Even, was he in Crash? In Crash he played a yeah. smooth-ass nigga role. That's literally his typecast. He tried to remember, play he a smooth-ass guy-
2: war machine. <laughs> he Remember, in, in Crash, he was the dude who had the glory tear when his wife got felt up by the cop. Mm-hmm. I think
0: that Robert Downey Jr. said, listen, Nobody's getting more Punani than me on this set. Get him the fuck out of here.
1: You gotta say it the way Butter says it.
0: Punani. He lays that that ani out. Wait, I'm trying to do my Iron Man though. Listen. Oh nobody does. Nobody's getting more Punani than me, okay? You has gotta get him out of here. Get another black. Is hey, my name's name Butter
1: name And I can help you. I could be your war machine. <laughs> <laughs> I gets Punani. Um, so these niggas, after she makes Morris apologize, they then walk off and skip the rest of school. Just leave! <laughs> like, yo, are there any other teachers you need me to hem up? <laughs> Spaceman. <laughs> like, it's 825, twenty-five, ma'am. Like, he has to still complete school. Whilst I'm here. Was that your first period We class? Oh, fuck it. <laughs> Let's go to Denny's. <laughs> so, um, then after that, they she's like, I need y'all to do homework about what makes winners. And they're all like, fuck your homework. So she makes them do actual conditioning <laughs> of punishment where they do the leg lifts and the wall squats and all that kind of shit. One thing that I like to point out about the leg lifts and wall squats scene is that in the midst of those leg lifts and wall squats, what are showing everybody's suffering face, and they show everybody looking like, and making the face like they can't stand it or whatever. Guy Tori is in there. <laughs> Mm-hmm. guy Tori is up against the wall doing a wall squat with the rest of them. I'm like motherfucker ain't you the one who's in the audience heckling them what wall- how'd you sneak into practice
2: he heckling my- their conditioning he said, look at me that.
1: you can't hold out you can't do it you can't do it
2: dog you ain't built for this easter egg that's the easter egg i feel like phyllis called him in like oh i know what to get you guys right you Punk got music and this nigga here. talking shit
0: the polka okay so okay the calisthenics it makes me think about how we some of sports is torture it's literal Mm -hmm. physical torture yeah um but then also the polka was when i was like this is um illegal torture tactics you know Mm -hmm. the more i listen to like i have to watch old 1980s
1: movies because that's Mm -hmm. what brandon likes and so we were watching home alone and they had john candy on there with a polka and between mm-hmm. him and word Al yankovic i can listen to a polka song and not get mad but what i ain't gonna do how do, who the fuck listens to an hour and a half straight because that's how long practice they're supposed to be an hour and a half to two hours of polka and she's standing in the middle while they run the suicides drinking a slurpee like if you don't stop yes, teasing yeah. me eat, i will slap t- eat that twizzlers. Kid out the hand. eating twizzlers there's a, ba- the, a bucket of twizzlers with the table <laughs> in the middle of the court She's got a table and a boombox and the Twizzlers and a Slurpee. You doing everything unhealthy while you making us suffer. I will slap that Slurpee out your goddamn hand. What you gonna do? Shut the fuck up. I'm, I'm shorty all. Mm-hmm. So after that happens, uh st- sticky fingers. No, Fredro Star. Fredro, sorry. Fredro goes to the direction. He's like, yo, write a scene where I get the rap. Cause I'm in onyx, you know. So write a part where we're freestyling, but really it's just me rapping. Nobody else though, just me. And even though it's a freestyle with just me in it, everybody knows what I'm going to say. So they all jump in at the right parts for me. Genius. And I know you I'm wrote this down because I saw it on Twitter, Chanel. So you want to go ahead and bust out the lyrics? Oh, wow. I got to find it. But um, definitely we start with our it's sunset time to get Par- light.
0: It's time to represent Sunset Park. What sunset, time is it? What time is it? And then they're doing it. They have their their beat going. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so basically, and I really enjoyed this. And what upset me was I wanna know, did Fredro get an extra check? Like I need to know that he got a good amount of money just for showing his rap abilities. Cause if because if this was implicit in him acting, I'm gonna be upset for him.
1: I don't think they even knew he could rap until it was too late
0: yeah <laughs> they were like this guy's are in and he does what yeah i am okay so we get uh I, okay so basically i had to rewind this because i cannot understand what the fuck he was even talking about then i realized it's about all the players so he goes I throw the ball to butter, blow, 360 slam, spaceman, he comes down with the jam, Drano, yo, he goes back further with the three, swish, it's all murder, murder, come come on, (laughs) yeah, there's a whole crew, come, come on down to the Sunset Park, when, oh, wait, oh, get busy, we'll take it to the dark, this is when he's actually freestyling, where's Busy B, nobody knows where he's at, and then a As hospital. we Im going them up yes Terrence Howard goes the hospital and I I scream that was a rhetorical rap question that he answered it was amazing oh and I feel like he said that under his breath the hospital it, it was my favorite part
1: that nigga's not coming home soon yeah. <laughs>
0: like oh. we literally know where he's at why would you access that uh surey of our stupid ass cool. Sunset
1: parkoy time is it? It's time to get live. It's time to represent. Come on.
0: Sunset Park, boy time is it. It's time to get live. It's time to represent. Butter ball to butter. BOW! 360 slams. Spaceman, he comes down with the jam. Straight no, yo, he goes back further with the three. Swish, so oh, murder, come, come on down to the sunset park. get busy, we will take it to the dark, where's Busy be nobody knows, where he's at, the hospital, has got that one, <laughs> <laughs> the hospital, <laughs> I'm like, was he about to come in for verse two? Because where's that take? Uh,
1: you know, I already know what he was going to say after that because I, even though I'm from California, we have spent many, many, many years making fun of uh, East Coast rap. And so it was going to be the hospital where he's hiding the gaps. And now I'm coming through with the straps because blow. That's how they did it That's a in
2: 96
0: in Jersey. Guess. Rich, where are you from?
2: I'm from... Bedstein. Now I live in Pittsburgh with my family after years. So you know. You,
0: you know how they wrapped in 96.
2: Oh, I do. Yes. I mean, at the, uh, my, my, the school I went to before high school that now doesn't exist anymore because they didn't get Rhea Perlman to get the team, the States. Fuck. They didn't get the championship. We just couldn't put it together. They had to shut the whole thing down. It's too violent. So that that was perfect. Uh, I, I love Terrence Howard because this is the start of his Terrence Howard uh, agenda where he's mm-hmm. in the back with his leg up like Captain Morgan bopping, trying to flex. You see his biceps are flexed at all times. Like There's always that one dude in the group. So I felt like that was a very real high school moment, even though they're all 30-year-olds. It yeah.
1: very much was. Um, and so she comes in, right as he says, the hospital, mm-hmm. and she's like, homework! And they all stand around like they didn't do their homework, and then it turns out they did do their homework because but in a black
0: boy
1: way. In a black boy way, which is they just stole each other's words and called it a fucking quote. Winning is fat and all of that. And losing is whacking Bozak. Sir Dante Al Hassan. Mm. The more we win, the more girls we get, except Shorty. Butter. If I had new glasses, I make all my shots and we win all our games busy bee
0: Which so she's like actually turns out to be a true fact that we have yeah he comes Spoiler. back and he, he, he has that great game
1: um, butter still thinks this sucking will impress women that him ball hogging horribly will impress women um, but he can't even make a regular wide open layup so uh, Phyllis subs Dre in for butter and sits him down and says look at those pretty young ladies up there Whether you score five or you score 20, they're still going to love you. So relax. You don't have to try so hard. You know why? Because you're butter. What you really... You have that thing. That thing girls like. I'm a girl. I see it.
0: Mm -hmm. So this is her first Mm -mm. offense. This is her first, like, we really need to start... Yeah, we really need to... Put, write this down we'll take note of it if there's disciplinary action, disciplinary action that's necessary we'll come back to it she's literally telling Butter like "I you could get if you turn a teen I'm fucking yeah that's what she's saying where's that Butter at you nobody knows where he's at ew yeah it's like cause now I'm looking back and I'm like wait a minute she takes Spaceman for who knows where they went
2: mm-hmm.
0: wow Mm -hmm. I have another narrative now. Now she's a sexual predator.
1: And also when she said... I'm waiting for um, Chris
0: Hansen to pop through.
1: (laughs) He was probably the old basketball coach. So um, when she says you don't have to try so hard, do you know why? The answer is because you're 30, nigga. You can literally buy them beers and (laughs) shit. That's why you don't have to try so hard. You're 30. You nasty fuck. Okay. So coach tells Butter... Because you don't have to worry about it, stop ball hogging. And he actually listens to her, which is the coach I can tell you right now that that ain't gonna stop shit. And also, (laughs) how the fuck is he scoring 20 when he shoots like that? Where's he scoring 20 at? Where's this 20 happening at? Honestly, post editing. And and I know, I know, I know you said that we're gonna do the rankings later on of who were the best players on the team. So I'm gonna hold it in, but it ain't butter. Let's just do that right now. (laughs)
0: And I'm not ranking them by by athletic ability, I'm ranking them by how much I like them. So I'm ranking clear, them by both.
1: Butter, I'm I'm going to have
0: two li- two Okay. Li- Butter is not at the bottom cuz that nigga's funny. Like yeah. this I'm I, I'm saying like the writing is poor, but the relatability it, the fact that I'm able to still see characters in this is upsetting me because I know that boy. I know Butter. He did they they took lemons and
1: made lemonade with this movie. Like, for sure. sure. And I mean, I mean, I'm going to tell y'all straight out. I wanted to hate this movie, but I've watched this movie a million billion times and I've never not enjoyed watching this movie.
0: It's because of the players,
1: right? Mm -hmm. They do an excellent job. Um, So. After that. Shorty's talking to coach and he's like, coach, you're a girl, right? (laughs) she's like yes i'm a girl and he's like uh no not like that but anyway coach if i buy a girl that i'm not with nice stuff and i never push up on her am i a nice guy or am i a sucker and that's literally a twitter conversation for your ass (laughs) visionary right that is a twitter that is a um uh six black chicks uh, chat questions for, sure. for your ass um, Just a you gotta worry. have help at the end though right yeah. <laughs> please help <laughs> leave me anonymous wow. so Phyllis doesn't want to hurt Shorty's feelings by telling him he's a sucker so she says she didn't know and so uh, he was like I invited Cheryl to the game and she didn't show up so I wrote her a letter with hearts on it we used to do shit like that when we were sitting in English class not really learning English wow. but writing letters to people and shit in the words of
0: Rick and, and Morty in the words of Rick and Morty, how dumb are you? Why are you still taking English? That's your primary language. Which <laughs> great point. Great so, point. Um,
1: this I letter wrote this I letter love down. this letter. Yeah it, it, mm-hmm. I, when she opened it up and you can go for it but when she opened it up I thought the letter was going to go my dear, my dear, my dear, you do not know me but I know you very well because Cheryl knows nothing <laughs> about this nigga but yet the letter was when you think about I, it,
0: I'm from in the. Tears.
1: What? Okay, go ahead, go ahead, Chanel. I
0: I don't have the accent, but dear Cheryl, if I got one wish in this world, I wouldn't wish to be taller. I wouldn't wish to be bigger. I would wish that you was my girl and I was your nigga. And and Rhea Parma goes, oh,
1: <laughs> right.
0: Back to the letter. I love you more than Anthony Hordaway. I wish we could get together and go real four away in the woods and take hikes. Yo, we can make love under the stars. You would get you would act like Pluto and I could act like Mars. Just you and me together forever, forever, together. Nothing could be better. Love, shorty doo.
1: I just I have questions. My dude used foray. I have questions.
2: Wait, you said he'd use what? I he used
1: foray in a sentence. That's what I that's what I was thinking about. Like this nigga, like, 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 okay, rap star. Rappers have a very good use of the English language. What you didn't know back mm-hmm. in 1996 that you know now is that a lot of rappers are college graduates. And so they're very linguistically sound. Nigga, you should not have used Foray mm-hmm. as a fucking high schooler named Shorty doo
0: it was, um, wonderful. I want a love letter written to me. Um, I want somebody to tell me that I want somebody to compare me to their love for a basketball player Anthony. And yeah. I want them to, yeah. And I want them to tell me, uh, what planet I would be. I've really just, I've enjoyed this. What were your questions? Cause my question is, where's my letter?
1: I feel like he was saying that you could be Pluto and I'll be Mars because, um, He wanted to get her doggy style, and he had nuts. So that's Pluto and then Mars bars. I don't think he thought that far ahead because there's no fucking way that he knows astrology. There is none.
0: (laughs) He knows the blamers. There's no way you're going to tell me that a street smart nigga who's carrying blammers.
1: you're not going to tell me that a street smart nigga who's on the block with blamers. No,
0: but his grades are good. Shorty's grades are good. Shorty goes to school. He's a good boy. He don't even get puni like, he's just, he's done. Poonani. 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 Thank
1: you.
2: Poonani's the kid on the South Side. <laughs> My
0: bad.
1: Poonani is Pooh's grandma. Get that straight.
0: I'm so sorry, Nana. Poonana. <laughs> Poonana. <laughs> that's that like that's, that's... going to
2: be a Tyler Perry movie
0: my generation being the hoes that we are that's what they will call us i want to be called Pooh nanny when i grow up hi
1: Poonana. yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. that's definitely a character in a tala perry movie for sure oh so next thing we
1: find out some white dude comes in i guess he's the principal who hasn't fired her yet that doesn't make any sense but he does stop through long enough to be like motherfucker you do got a job outside of coaching we don't know what it is yet but these motherfuckers is all failing off the team you wanted this life you better take it and she has the nerve to get mad "Eh, i wish you had told me that a little bit sooner i have to watch your grades Eh, i just wanted to get the money i would say
0: this though But she wasn't wrong to say like, my nigga, you're telling me when they're disqualified. I didn't get a, I never, I didn't get a letter letting me know, Hey, be careful. Like you're letting me know a weekend
1: basketball coach. So they tell you Mm -hmm. during the interview that they didn't fucking have that. Well, actually during the interview that they didn't fucking have part of what you're supposed to do is tell them about how you'll be there to monitor these kids and help them in their growth from young people into functional adults who are able to go to college. You don't just say, I'm here for the money. I don't understand how this interview went, but at some Fair. point we missed out the part where you say, I'm gonna make sure that my kids are all passing because now your star player and your second best player are fucking failing off the team. And so what she says is, I didn't even know that.
0: Can you give me to the next <laughs> grading period to help them get their grades up? Huh? And he goes, okay, white lady, you got it.
1: <laughs> Confidence. And so she doesn't even go in there. She doesn't even, um, she doesn't even help them. What she does is she goes in there and she fucking shames Butter and Drano publicly in front of the team. Drano doesn't go to class, but aces every test because school is boring. And I can feel that. Honestly, I First can First of all,
0: I'm like, so Drano's a fucking genius? Like, are we just going to skip past this?
1: Right. And Draeno's a fucking brainiac. Everybody knows that.
0: Draeno should go to Harvard. What are we
1: doing? What what Drano, can we talk about you being a fucking brainiac? Because I didn't look at any of your grades, so I didn't give a fuck. But now that I know that you your I your IQ is so high, if you go to college, I can write my own check. Look, I I know literally <laughs> the best defense lawyer in New York City or wherever the fuck they you are. New York, in New Jersey. I would like to
0: adopt you and get the benefits, now Please yeah. let's talk. Drano, I've never seen
1: your parents. Are they Muslim? That sounds like a Muslim last name. Like, your last name? Is it Muslim? You know, my friend is Muslim. I, I have black friends. So then after she publicly <laughs> shames him, uh, because Shorty stands up. Shorty is the conscience of the fucking group, and he t- he busts out Drano, and then he busts out Butter, and he's like, Butter goes to every class, but doesn't turn any homework. And he's like, this is because this 44-year-old ass nigga is in high school girls and they almost doing his homework, but then they wise up and don't turn <laughs> it in.
0: Wait, that gives me another memory. Could I share? Yes! I remember, okay, so there's this, wow, bas- okay, so, side note, I told you I understand basketball. My first job was a scorekeeper at the community center near where I went to high school, so I used to, like, see all the kids who, like, all the, um, like, it was, like, a travel league, kind of. So, that's kind of how I like knew all the boys, and there was this family that was very good at basketball. Um, and there was a bunch of them, and I wouldn't. I'm not naming names because if you know anything about me, you know who I'm talking about. And so, um, I remember getting close with one of the brothers. Like we were friends, and then he went to college because he was a couple years older than me. So I was in high school at this point, and I remember him texting me one day, like, "Oh, college is hard. I'm stressed. I'm doing. I'm up doing my homework." And he goes, "Hey." I really need your help can you do this book report for me and it's a book that i kind of read but i don't remember like at this point i couldn't it was it was eli weasel's night so it was like about oh, yeah you know, yeah. Right. yeah the holocaust so, mm-hmm. yeah. right so i'm like i know the holocaust so i could kind of write this up not sure but I had to do my own work first so I'm like sure but I'm telling him I'm not I'm not I don't feel good about this I don't feel good about doing your homework but sure so I do I'm struggling through my homework it's finally late enough I'm like fuck I'm not gonna be able to do it I gotta tell him so I text him like I'm so sorry I cannot do this for you this nigga goes oh I gotta get out of bed and finish my homework why wouldn't you tell me I'm like you went to sleep nigga you were asleep I thought we were both up and you just couldn't possibly fit this in but you Asked me to do it, outsourced it, went to bed and was to have a good night's sleep. So I'm proud. I've never done a nigga's homework, but that's the story of how I almost did. And I'm ashamed that I got so close to doing it, but it's easy.
1: Side note, did two people's homework, uh, actually did their final papers, (laughs) got Uh, paid $250 per paper. That's
0: different. That's different.
1: Yeah, except for the fact that they were both in the same class, like the same period of the same class. And because I didn't think they would be in the same class, and they were both stupid as fuck anyway, and I think they were going to pass anyway, I gave them both the same exact paper. And so they both turned the same exact paper to the same teacher on the same class at the same time with their name on the top of each paper. And the teacher was like, which one of y'all stole from the other one? Whichever one of y'all stole from the other one, uh, they're expelled. And so they came to me upset. And so my idea was, whoever gives me an extra $100, I will tell the teacher that the other one beat me up and forced me to do their paper. And that's exactly what I did. And that nigga got expelled from school. And I felt no shame because he shouldn't have asked me to cheat in the first place. Also, the nigga got expelled and I still didn't give him his money back.
0: Hold on, wait, I have a question. Why are you involved? If the two people have the same paper, why... How can you say it's clear that you wrote both papers now because the papers are exact mm-hmm. same? Uh-huh. Wow. Great story.
1: So Pop the mine quickly. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. I I <laughs> think about it all the time. Um, so they one of them got expelled and the other one got to walk for graduation. And I don't know what happened after that because I went to college. And that led me to Ohio slash philadelphia or pennsylvania slash west virginia and, and rich and i have talked about that bullshit already so after um she after she publicly shames butter and drano and drano or butter by the way everybody else looks like a kid sitting in these school bus seats butter literally had to turn his whole body sideways because he can't even fit into a school bus seat
0: Nah, can we talk about Spaceman going to the back, dipping down, and then you see a cloud of smoke lifting wherever he's at? Yeah, because,
1: I mean, the nigga got, he got a coat Mm -mm. and stuff, and so she, after she shames uh, Drano and Butter, she decides to go off script and and, and shame my nigga (laughs) Spaceman, like you didn't just stand up for him against Bernard and shit. I have another player, Spaceman who gets stoned every day and is on probation. Spoke to his probation officer who said he's already failed two drug tests, one more, and he will do time.
0: Coach, I I don't appreciate you putting my business in the street like this.
1: Well, that's the way it is, Spaceman. No, no, I
0: don't appreciate you putting my business in the street, coach.
1: Look, I worry about you, okay? I want to see you locked up.
0: Spaceman smoked blush just to keep him out of that so cool. Now, why don't you shut up, shorty? Sure. You say he got psycho temper. That's why he got trouble in the first place. See, now, why no, you no, put no, my business in the street? I'm so sorry, man. bro. You know I got love for you, man. Sit down.
1: So this nigga who sits calmly through everything and is literally trying to catch flies with his bare-ass hands actually has a killer temper and and <sighs> is ready to just flare up on the bus but at the same time i understand what you ain't gonna do random white woman is talk to my probation officer my grades are good you should be worried about that and that only (laughs) how the fuck did you find my probation officer isn't his
0: probation probation officer
2: officer also shorty (laughs) because
1: i thought they both were on probation right like they had on probation side by side
2: we need the Sunset yeah. Park prequel with, to see how they got on probation. Absolutely. I think they killed a dude.
0: That, that's a better fucking move. Okay, so how about, Coach, why are you telling the... Coach, this is not how we do this. You don't announce... You don't embarrass Black... Okay, sorry it's now upsetting me because i'm taking it seriously now so how is this any different than making fun of this man's braids in front of class mm-hmm. you're getting in front of the whole bus mm-hmm. without having talked to any of these students directly so their personal private information is being broadcasted to make examples as of minors it. and white people do that shit, right all the time. white people do that shit all the fucking time and then black people do it as like a i don't know defense mechanism but like it's not Okay. Mm -hmm. And I fuck love spacemen standing up and saying, Look, I know I'm playing like I'm 16, but I'm a grown motherfucking man. And you know I have to put my (laughs) business on the street like that. And I'm like, wow.
1: (laughs) I'm only hiding back here because I'm a 32-year-old man on the run from the law and what you're not gonna do. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) You have to (laughs) zip the lip, okay, honey. (sighs) Like, nigga, seriously, like that that scene really made me mad. And he handled that. He that was some good acting. Like, even in hindsight. I was worried though. In (laughs) hindsight, Terrence Howard, even in this movie, like I said, in the scenes that he got, he knocked every one of those scenes out the park. And I didn't even pay attention to it because this is a basketball movie.
0: Right, exactly. I, I was worried, though, that Spaceman might murder somebody by the end of this movie. Like, I didn't know where it was going to go. So I was, like, standing Spaceman, but I was like, this could all be a lead-up to him, like, cutting another team member. Like, I was like, I just want to make – I just want to slow my role, but ultimately I love Spaceman.
1: Yeah, I'm glad he didn't stab Shorty. So <laughs> they clinched the conference title by going 15-3. and three. At some juncture in this movie, they learned offensive sets and inbound plays – and the whole nine yards. We don't know when that happened because every time we saw them, she would literally say, okay, y'all, we have a scrimmage tomorrow. Shirts versus skins. Go ahead and get ready. Okay, y'all, scrimmage, shirts versus skins. She literally just learned what a two-three was. Super Scott. And they're doing inbound plays and he holding up. You know what? Every point guard in every movie holds up the three. Holds up three as they're coming down the court. They don't put up one. They don't put up the, the devil horns. They don't do this. They just, three. That's the play for basketball movies.
0: Prerequisite.
1: Three. Um, And so a play doesn't happen because, again, they don't even show the fucking hoop water shooting all in your face. Um, Busy gets to start during this game. It's a good time. He tells his mom, mom,
0: I'm starting. Wait, hold on. Busy gets released from the hospital. Mm Mm-hmm. Walks right to the game. It's like there's literally no recovery time. I'm like, there's no way this man doesn't have stitches or something that's going to bust wide open on this.
1: So, my son had surgery, not because he got shot, but because he needed surgery. Thankfully. And um, he, yes, thank God. And he, he's, he's 13. That would still be hella sad. I'd have to explain it to white people. Um, and he was out for a couple months. And when he came back, his stamina was not there because he hadn't been running. He hadn't been doing anything. And so he wasn't able to run up and down the court. Busy comes back out.
0: (laughs) Never played a game before in his life. And this is the game where he balls the fuck out.
1: And not only does he ball the fuck out, but I don't know if y'all noticed this, but going forward, Busy B makes the starting (laughs) five.
0: Yeah, Busy's that nigga. I'm like, and I'm just like, as a team, why didn't y'all let some people hold the ball? Just Like the star players... (laughs) had a losing ass record so at what point do you say you know what humble myself busy can you let me see what your form looks like like they didn't even give them a chance they had these sleepers
1: at the beginning of the movie shorty says hey y'all we gonna go shirts versus skins starters versus scrubs them scrubs should have whooped the starters ass
0: (laughs) oh that's a good point
2: yeah
1: like it should have been been
2: like an embarrassment
0: you shouldn't have
1: been able to do shit because Spaceman is out there d up fucking Butter who can't pass to nobody. Busy's right. playing the passing lanes. Fucking Dre is just coming down the court yamming on people. Like, what the fuck is this bullshit? But nope. So, after they get done playing, and it's a really good time, uh, Shorty and Phyllis go out to dinner. Or or yeah, they, they go out together to get something to That's eat. Strike Yep, thank Ugh, you. But to her file. And so uh Shorty asked Phyllis. I have a question for you. What's it like to be white? And 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 you feel like this is gonna be like some sort of a <laughs> deep ass moment until it's not, because she literally flips it on this nigga. In like three seconds. What's it
0: like to be white? What kind of
2: question is that?
0: Is there any black people where you live? In your building? No. Are
2: there any white people where you live?
1: She sits there sad for like two seconds. What's oh it like to be God. white? What kind of a question is that, Shorty? Well, are there white any people? black people where you live? Are, are, there, are there any black people where you live, Coach? She sits there for a second with a despondent look on her face and it dawns on her that she's been living in a place of privilege and she shakes her head and she's like, no. And then she sits there and then for a few more seconds and then she looks up and says, any white people where you live? And all of a sudden Shorty's just going off about the projects.
0: Listen, white people think that we are obsessed with them they think we want to know and if we got the chance we would know and i just want to let y'all know and by the way thanks for listening mm-hmm. white folks i just want to let you know i don't wouldn't think about you if i didn't have to because being black is lit so mm-hmm. there's no way like but this again is why my fan fiction makes a lot of sense because he Shorty doo is like he wants to be elite he wants to step on people right like he's 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 saying teach me um teach me devil teach me so i just i just feel like this scene is important to my sequel but otherwise it has no place
1: but this part after this happens um Uh uh-oh my wife is here. Okay, I'm gonna cut that part out. I'm not gonna cut I, that thought, part she out. Oh,
2: I thought she was gonna debo you. I thought she was about the, to
1: roll up, it's like where's oh, my take? All the shit that Jeff is all the all the shit that Jeff says during his shows. I ain't editing this shit out, Jeff. Deal with it. So, anyways, <laughs> they have sit on a
2: Twizzler, t- Jeff. Sit on the th- yeah, asshole Twizzler. <laughs> Dang, <laughs> that's too strong. That's too strong. You just no think no that's no all thing. we need. That's all we need. <laughs>
1: hey, Jeff, you know what? You can have your wife on the show when you get some Punani. Oh, yeah. Nanny. <laughs> so anyways after she talks to after he talks to her about how he has two people who live in the project with them one who has a job and is getting money and the other one who doesn't have a job and just sits there and drinks all day and they both live in the same projects so why the fuck would he get a job listen and
0: people, the manga movement started a long time ago so
1: after they do that after he tells her that then he then she tells him not about what it's like to be white or anything like that she just completely switches sides to talk about uh the guy she broke up with and he's like well that's his bad coach and she feels so empowered by him saying well that's his bad coach that she's like well let me tell you this (laughs)
2: there's one thing good in my life though where was that Well, none of the other guys knows this. Come on, man. Okay. I'm going to move to St. Croix to open a restaurant. When? After the season, of course.
0: Why are you going to do that?
2: Well, like all my life, you know, I always thought that I was going to be great at something, you know? And then one day I wake up and I'm mediocre at everything. I just got to try something new.
0: So you ain't going to be our coach no more?
2: Well, It's not until next year. Come
0: on, eat your food. So this whole thing is a big joke to you, right? What are you talking about? I'm talking about coaching black kids in basketball, making some extra cash. This whole thing is a big fucking joke to you, right? No, it's not like that. Where are you going? Listen, I ain't the one in the front on miss. This nigga right here sees right through you.
1: Didn't see through her this whole fucking time, though. Gotta put I that really- out there real quick. I understand he's upset and he has a right to be because she literally just with no, no regard, no sorrow, no nothing, told him straight up. Let me tell you about something that is important in my life. I'm going <laughs> to open this restaurant.
0: And get the fuck up out of here.
1: Get the fuck up out of here. Well, are you ain't going to be coaching this anymore. Well, you know, this is after the season's over. You know. So no. No. I'm not going to be your coach anymore, but I mean, I've been mediocre at everything my whole life. So I decided to try something new,
0: <laughs> but also side note, why are all y'all not seniors? Why are y'all not graduating next year? That was what was confusing me. I'm like, are you telling me these are sophomores? Well,
1: yes. Remember they said butter was 30 years old in the 10th grade. I mean, yeah, but yeah, it
0: eligibility this is, just-
2: is gone
0: that man's a whole he's a walking red shirt i just (laughs) feel like like i just feel like though this is so the fact that she said that's the one good thing in her life is something that has not at all come to fruition yet nope Mm
2: -hmm. that's a bad sign Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) bad sign
2: and i I thought she was gonna be cute about it i thought she was gonna be like because this is my first time when i watched it this mm -hmm. is my first time watching it as well
0: i thought she was gonna
2: turn it around and be like you know what the best thing about it coaching you kids mm-hmm. and finding that we can learn something. She's like, nah, that's mediocre too. I ain't even <laughs> try. I'm going to do what I'm great at not cooking.
1: I mean, in another hon- country, honestly, she's hella mediocre because while she's telling shorty that she's going to go get this. Okay. She shames <laughs> butter and Drano about their grades. Right. But she ain't doing shit to help bring them up. She literally enlists Drano to help Butter bring his grades up.
0: Wait, I just, I didn't even repeat that. You're totally correct. (laughs) She 100% did not a goddamn thing. She said, I have threats for y'all and that's about it.
1: Oh, you're volunteering to help Butter with his grades? Cool. So, because you know, I I don't have anything to teach you. You guys would, you would actually, Butter in order for me to teach you math you would have to teach me math first but if you teach me math i'll teach you how to count <laughs> okay that's that's worked the first time with basketball
0: i'm in i mean yeah i whew, this lady's not getting her job but okay <laughs> so
1: um after this happens, and Shorty walks out saying that he finally sees her, even though he didn't see her. He didn't. We saw her because we knew what was going on. And plus, a white woman just pluckily walking her way through in a place where she's the only white woman, you know, in the entire place. Okay. But after this happens, Shorty goes to Rikers Island and they're getting ready for the first Sh- playoff game or the championship game against Coney.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. We have to discuss the sheer non-feasibility of everything that happens here thank you let's go Shorty so first Lafla. of all so they're getting to the they're gonna maybe they have tip-off is in 30 minutes maybe well okay fuck it tip-off is in two hours okay? okay it's not but let's say it is so she finds out he's been what arrested and, and transferred immediately right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so he's on rikers which is an island guys it's not like down the street from the school so she goes to rikers interviews him Takes him, goes with him to court, mm-hmm. represents him. It's time to gets represent. Gets him, okay, we can come back to, to the court scene and gets him back to the game in New York City in two, in two hours, but truly 30 minutes, in time to play the game.
1: I I just wanted to point out the fact that he went to Rikers for pulling out a gun. Oh yeah. Oh no,
0: that's the most believable part of this whole movie. I was going to
2: say that's pretty believable, especially a kid (laughs) on probation and it's a kid that you don't have to worry about the parents probably going to be, be like area died enough to get a lawyer like Barbara, Um, because I I thought you were going to talk about Barbara because I don't know how many people pass, like my wife's a lawyer. I don't know how many people become lawyers and then get disgusted when their clients actually did a crime. That's literally day one of law school. <laughs> like he, he did it. For... He's like, what?
0: If I had known, oh, you people, the temerity.
2: People.
0: I love it. I love these people.
1: My but other y'all. question. My other uh-huh. my other question. So he goes to court. Barbara hits the judge off with, "Well, the other nigga ain't here, and he's the one who really got the felonies and shit. So let him go," and that works. She lets him go because your lawyer makes a very compelling argument. The other nigga ain't here, so you can go.
0: <laughs> oh, then, hold on. then, hold on, hold on, hmm? hold on, hold on. The black lady judge goes. I'm going to throw the fucking book at you, okay? Don't, like, she's coming down on him, trying to, like, make an example out of him, and it's like, for having with one your, burner? Yeah, yeah.
2: With, with your big lips and your nose, and you oh, just, you, you smell like chicken and shame. You look, like a, you, you look like a nigger.
0: I'm like, she's black. Why are you writing black women to be so fucking terrible? Sorry, go ahead. Because in
2: the background for the dude that wrote it she had to go from the streets and she's so far above it. She's on mm. that respectability politic. And so she shows no mercy. Like we're filling in gaps that the script clearly did oh not. Oh my
0: God, guys, in my sequel, Uh-oh. Shorty orders a hit out on this judge because even though he loved he, he- She he disrespected like her now. Yeah, but, he, but she has to go, wow.
2: Mm.
1: And then it turns out that the judge is Busy
2: Bee's on. Oh, I thought it was going to be ghosts on uh, and then we now we got ourselves. Ooh, now we done a married whole universe. the merry beautiful. Ooh. Yeah, th- yeah, see.
1: So, um Shorty's name is Tariq. <laughs> yeah. Tariq Russell. Tariq Russell. We hear that at the very end of the movie like, "Oh, okay, that's that nigga's name." Wow. And he's not grateful for the help at all. Also- he's so
0: irritated. <laughs>
1: I just want to get beat up in jail.
0: I also,
2: that's,
1: that's what I was gonna ask you. If because what actually happened is he um he went to defend Cheryl's honor. I guess is what he tells the coach. Oh I think he's lying God. again because how'd you get the black eye, Shorty? You got beat Cheryl. up and then you pulled the gun on the nigga, Shorty. Yeah. <laughs>
0: okay, Cheryl is root of all this evil, but it he's is so mad that she got him out of jail. He's so mad that she's not, like, kissing his ass, I guess, to put him back in the game? Like, what? Was that you know, what it was? Well,
1: okay, so let's talk about this real quick. A couple games before, Shorty is despondent because he asked Cheryl to come to the game, and she didn't show up. After this nigga pulls out a Megatron-sized blammer on a nigga and <laughs> tries to draw down for her, then she finally decides to show up to a game as a thanks, I guess? <laughs> And this nigga immediately begins to do some dumb shit to show off for her and
2: gets benched like 20 seconds into the game. <laughs> and he kept standing next to her. He's like, come on, coach, put me in, coach. Like, what I will do is sit you for the rest of the playoffs if you don't sit on that bench. Gee, and then all, he just... all you had to do was sit down. All you had to do was sit down. So this nigga finally sits down with
1: 19 seconds left. So she tries to put him with 18 seconds left. Mm-hmm. I'd be salty too as a, as a sophomore who's, who now I'm looking up and my girl is literally in the crowd talking to what's the nigga's name who made the song. I just want to be close to you. That's who he looks like. I know that's Gary from like CSI.
0: Yeah. He's fine as fuck. One, um, two, he's literally 30. He -hmm. generally is not a high school student. He's a he's a hood nigga who's at a high school basketball game macking on a seventeen year old child whose backpack is very small.
1: Oh oh, that's him. He also looks just like Maxi Priest. Sorry, that's a that's an early nineties thing. Made a song called "I Just Want to Be Close to You." Looks just like this nigga, and everybody at this school is like, "Well, I mean, honestly, well, um... honestly, I can't get on him for for being." old as shit in this high school because he's not actually in the high school he's at the game which of course the whole area will be at because now they're good he's at the game and cheryl comes to talk to him
0: yeah he's like um a black matthew mcconaughey's character in days of mm mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. there's no reason why you should be here sir
1: and 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 Cheryl, I mean that's hella distance. That I, if I was Shorty, I'd be quite put out too. I get put on the bench. I look up. Cheryl looks disappointed, rolling her eyes. I look up again. She's sitting with Gary, <laughs> chilling, chilling hella like they really dating. And Drano's labs are wild as fuck. I don't know how that nigga's legs are going in. He's literally just jumping up right underneath the rim and like slapping his arms
2: forward and they're just going into the basket and it made me mad seeing that shit. Um, Derek, real quick, that whole thing, because I was on the phone with a friend of mine talking through those scenes, uh, Travis, who I do the East Coast cast with mm -hmm. at the Torch. And I was cackling to the point where I messed up our whole show because I was like, you have to understand, I just watched an NBA final where they did the opposite of what these kids are doing. Where like, you have an open three, you take the three. So when you're watching Sunset Park and every time somebody's open for a corner three and they just pass it in the middle and it's a little layup. I was like, you get more points with the open guy on the three. I'm like but screaming the at confidence. the TV. Nope, they don't. And Shorty two, I was like, I made that three. Shoot, man. <laughs> Let me get my shot.
1: Shorty is mad because uh he didn't get to play. So after the game, he starts trying to fight with spaceman. And spaceman is like, yo, site. it's on
0: you... site when spaceman com- comes
1: in. And space is like, nigga, I carry knives <laughs> to life. This is like you're like short and I'm
2: war machine. Oh no, this is when the dude tried to blackmail Batman. Is that, let me get this straight you believe a billion the billionaire you work for is a vigilante that beats up criminals at night and you want to blackmail this man good luck
0: <laughs> he literally comes to like hey say man why you and he's like boom, like they start scrapping immediately
1: right like, hey man you my best friend i'm trying to nigga what
0: the fuck right. did I... <laughs> and he like he's about it he's like nigga we can scrap
1: and then he's like you know what I'll murder all y'all niggas. Also, coach you're going to St. Croix.
0: <laughs> <laughs> also, I fucking did that shit, coach. You just got me off of some shit, but guess what? I'm a cold-blooded man. I did. It. I and did I said, Can you just confess?
1: That goes to your movie, though. But you, you goes... double jeopardy. Yeah. Also, also, hey coach, you know what? I'm not a virgin anymore. You know why? Because I did it. Mm. No, nah, that doesn't work. I thought right. I'm gonna, gonna let
2: work. it. I'm gonna let it marinate. i do not
1: I, <laughs> after being after being on other shows. I am well aware when my jokes don't work, and I, I am mean, fully ready to shame myself when they don't. That one didn't. No, work. don't shame yourself.
0: I was just worried that like it was gonna be oh he like coach was his first like that. Oh oh, like, oh I, I was waiting for that too. I thought
2: that was gonna be strike three. Like while you were sleeping,
0: best, ooh.
2: Best so yeah. so he's like. Coach is like, "That's it, you're off the team." And
1: he's like, "I don't want to be on this punk ass team anyway." And I did it. Y'all I, some bitch ass niggas. You a bitch ass nigga? And you a bitch ass nigga? And you a... And I'm like, "Wow."
2: He turned into <laughs> Riley from the Boondocks.
1: You a bitch ass nigga? And you a bitch ass nigga? You you cool? You cool? I don't even know what your name is. We never talked to you the entire fucking movie. <laughs> and are you guy? Are you guy Tory? You a bitch ass nigga too. <laughs> Kick your your head, what? Why the fuck did that... Okay, so Spaceman did come in there and say, I ought to kick your motherfucking ass.
0: <laughs> <head."> he <did. laughs> Spaceman is that nigga, okay? Because, because,
1: okay, so listeners, what happened is they, with 18 seconds left, when she called the timeout and tried to put him with 18 seconds left, it was to the drop the, jam- the game-winning play and shorty pulled the scotty pippen was like fuck you i'm not going in so they drew up a play for butter and butter scored and he won and i guess spaceman felt some way about that so spaceman came in and was like y'all Yo, kick your fucking ass <laughs> and then they start fighting and shorty says i'll put two on the back of your head nigga and it devolved from there <laughs> I don't know what the hell's gotten into you, but
0: I don't want that on this team. I will not be in this team anyway. This team ain't shit. You don't know a goddamn thing about coaching.
1: I mean, he's not wrong. Get out of here right now. I ain't going nowhere.
0: Won't you get me out? Because ain't none of these bitch-ass niggas here kicking my ass. I will put two in a nigga head. You ain't shit. No, no, you bitch man. a bitch-ass nigga. I better never see you around the way. you a not bitch me. from day one. Bitch. Stop it. What would you, get? Guess what? That kid they said I tried to shoot, it was me. How you feel now? Like a sucker, right? Because that's just what you are. Yeah, y'all think the coach is all that, right? Well, she don't give a fuck about none of y'all. Because she's out after this season. She's leaving to open up a restaurant. That's how two-faced she is. As of this moment, you are no longer on this team
1: crazy thing about it not the crazy thing about it but the thing about it is he's really not mad about anything else about, except for the fact that she's leaving to open up a restaurant
0: abandonment issues
1: abandonment issues where the fuck are your parents shorty when he left if, the courtroom he hugged shorty, somebody he... when he left the courtroom he was hugged up on somebody maybe that was his grandmother maybe that was his poo nanny
2: see mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> maybe
2: see. If, if she had said it was a food truck this whole the whole problem would have been solved
1: Right, if she if they had said if he had said she's leaving to open up a restaurant, she would have been like, "Nigga, on Saint Croix Avenue, my nigga." Right, <laughs> that, and that
2: that's a Three's Company episode right there. Is it? Like, oh, 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 over there near Bensonhurst.
0: Yeah, man, I dude. shot that
2: dude for no reason.
0: Uh,
1: oh, I'm, man, sorry, Ray I'm sorry, coach. I'm sorry, coach.
0: That was <laughs> great ab, though. that's funny as fuck like think quick on your feet
1: you gotta mm-hmm. learn how to lie you gotta sell that shit especially
0: to start kid. a restaurant
1: i am starting a restaurant and you're all welcome to come on opening day by the time opening day comes you're no longer there but they don't know that shit
0: yeah this is why i'm like bro like you're actually in an like as much as i think we should abolish all these systems that are at play the reality is that you're working with vulnerable youth. Mm-hmm. And and if this was a serious situation, which in a lot of ways it can, this is this happens in real life, I feel like you need to understand like there's an emotional and psychological like duty you have to these kids more than anything else. Because the skills are secondary to the fact that like they don't need to feel like everyone in their life is trying to take advantage of them and, and use them for an extra check.
1: And I mean, these are kids who honestly, and and I've coached situations like this, our uh, coach in situations like this, rather, where the kids are not at the elite prestigious school. They're not the most talented kids in New York city. They're not Stefan Marbury. They're not anything like that. They're literally busy B who needs new glasses in order to be able to play. And they are going to have troubles outside of basketball because basketball is not their whole world. Like mm-hmm. these kids are getting shot and you're coming to the hospital to console them. You're putting the, the schedule for the hospital up on the, on the wall in your office. So that they can see when visiting hours are at the hospital to go see busy B and you're taking kids out to dinner and, and talking to teachers for them. And then just out of nowhere, Oh, you know what? i never forgot about my goal to leave, to go to St. Croix to open up a restaurant. And this was fun. I mean, I learned a lot about black people, right? That's not how this works. So when he gets mad and he's actually acting out like this, like, yo, you as a, as a teacher and shout out to her friend, Barbara, who actually puts her on the spot about this. Like you can't Truly. just drop him off because he's not the person you envision that he should have been. Because mm-hmm. Shorty never got mad at her before the one time, and this has happened to many a black person, mm-hmm. the one time a black person shows anger or gets upset in front of a white person, all of a sudden-
0: <gasps> we not friends like that no more.
1: I didn't know you were like mm-hmm. this. You seem mm-hmm. so violent and scary. Mm-hmm so that's exactly what happened right here and i saw past everything else to see that part the pain in his eyes as he's saying i'll put two in y'all niggas heads like he could even reach the back of their heads the nigga's name is shorty Duwop. the nigga's literally Rhea perlman's height
0: and she's <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: danny devito's height
2: <laughs> no she's taller than danny but
1: that's, like that's what
2: they're tiny people that is a tiny people
1: man later on she played the mother in matilda and she'd still be
2: tiny
0: yeah, they I gave just... under...
2: Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Shana. no, no,
0: right. no. Oh, they was gave it under
2: the giant shot. If you ever watched Matilda, I was like, wait, you can't be like five one, and they make it seem like you 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 six eleven. Come on mm-hmm.
0: now. well to a kid though? Shit. Yeah. Also, um, she mm-hmm. can't
2: afford to
1: go nowhere. Somebody should have been like, you going to Saint Croix, off this check. <laughs> you better go buy a Lacroix and call it a day. <laughs> Drano, do the math on that. She going to look she's going to St. Croix. You ain't you, you ain't going nowhere. Sit your um, ass down.
0: Yeah, I just I'm disgusted by it. I think that, you know, obviously it's a movie, blah, blah, blah. But I do think these things, like we said, happen in real life. And you're right, like there's a level of there's violence in what he's saying, but it's like he's a full person too Mm -hmm. and I think there's something to be said about that like he could be affiliated he could be doing this stuff but he's still a sweet boy who writes love letters who's creative and musical and talented and we see those people every day who also have choices And like I can't change my affiliations because you want to show up and coach me today like Mm -hmm. this has been my community up until then and I think that um I don't know it's just it just bothers me because um I heard, this is my last story. I heard a story today. My niece is like in this program where, you know, like how the high schoolers had a program where it's people just sitting their. Sp- preaching to them and it's funny because these are on zoom so the kids can at least like turn go on mute and just like turn the volume down so anyway they were telling the story like a preventative story that at least they thought was preventative about this boy who was you know signed in and go to college and was had everything going for him and his friends pulled up and was like can you drive us home we're drunk and he got in a car and drove them home and ended up being an accomplice to the fact that they had had an armed robbery on the way home some stupid shit so now he has a record, which we've all heard that story, and the, not to say this person's individual experience isn't important, but the whole point of them telling these high schoolers is, like, don't get caught up, why was he hanging out with him, he shouldn't have been, I'm like, my nigga, he was on his block, and his friends pulled up, like, what is this man supposed to do, ignore all the black kids he knows, because he might get a chance from white people, like, that's not how it works, and I just feel like there's, like, there's kind of this narrative, so I am glad that miss barbara was like bitch you work in the hood these kids are who they are they live in the project he told you he's from the projects so i just think there's a little bit of reality in it a little bit but they also tied into her dating life which was irritating to me because who gives a fuck ria
1: and also um this this opens up questions the abandonment issues that shorty has and has the experience we like we said i mean jokingly but still we have never seen his parents in this movie the person he's hugging on when he gets out for all we know that could have been his probation officer that could have been his counselor that could have been anybody we don't know because they don't actually say this is my mother this is my grandmother they don't say anything like that they just push on and make us wonder who the hell Tariq russell's parents are that Mm -hmm. makes me think that and 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 Chanel, you wrote a backstory. Here's my backstory. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Shorty joined a gang, not because he wanted to be a gangster, but because the first person he ever met who didn't actually make fun of him for not having shit or being an orphan or whatever it may have been, was a gang member. And they became best friends. So he went with his friend to this family that accepted him, and he became a member of the gang, not because he was a mean person, not because he was an evil person, or anything like that. The white people will usually put upon gang members. He simply went for the sense of family that he never had anywhere else.
0: That checks out.
1: Yeah, that's 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 my thing, and yeah. So Barbara, Barbara, in one sentence, broke down uh, uh, mm-hmm. Phyllis to the roots. Like, you let down everybody. And, and Barbara Barbara and uh, Rhea are both Jewish women. Barbara's out there literally spitting off words like Mashuga and all that kind of stuff yeah, that you hear yeah. folks saying. But she takes it to Rhea. Rhea's like, I'm disappointed in him. I don't know him anymore and all that kind of stuff. She's like, you need to get off your pedestal and stop looking at these kids as somebody who's going to rescue you. And then you drop them off as soon as they no longer serve as purpose for you because that's fucked up. Mm -hmm. As soon as he disappoints you, you're like, on to the next one. That's fucked up. (sighs) Well, that wasn't supposed to happen.
0: (laughs) It's so funny, because when you look Wikipedia, this movie, it's on a list of white savior films from the 90s, and that's what we're speaking on. Yep, and that's exactly what
1: I said that this movie was. Uh, This is a white woman who's teaching them basketball. That was the whole premise. She's saving them through basketball. That's it. Because at the end, she says, I can teach y'all about life too. She fits that in there real smooth in that last little sentence she tells him after they lose in the championship. We'll be back next year and I can teach y'all more about basketball, even though she hasn't taught him shit. But I can teach you about life too. Also, after that game where he's like, I'll put a bullet in all y'all niggas, he goes outside and sees uh, Cheryl at the Jeep with Maxi Priest and Maxi Priest has a Jeep. So she's ready to hop in this random nigga's car and ride off to kidnapsville. Uh, And Shorty walks over to her and tries to act all hard for like two seconds. She's like, I'm doing something. And he's like, please, please come over and see me. Which at first I was laughing at when I was a kid, when I was like 16, I was like that nigga getting punked out. But now he sees another part of his tenuous family that he's built up in his head falling away. She shows him one bit of a side hug because he bought his way into her good graces. And now he's built in his head this relationship where she's Pluto and he's Mars. This is literally sad to me. And he's like, please yeah. don't let my dream fall apart. Please come over here and talk to me please. And, and Gary, Maxi priest, whatever his name is, is mm-hmm. like, Hey, you better tell shortstop over there that he about to get shot and pulled out a gun. And he's like, please don't be like this. Please don't be like. He's saying
0: just come with me, Cheryl. Let's just go.
1: Just let's just go mm-hmm. far, far away. Let's just go. And she's like, "You see me talking to somebody," and I can make mm-hmm. that voice for Melinda Williams because that literally was her voice for like this and the Wood and High School Muse are not High School Musical. Uh, soul food. No, not soul, soul food. food. Nope. No, she's in Soul nope. Food. Nope, nope. nope. no, is. no, no. She was not Soul Food. I'm not. I'm not. Oh, not that me. voice. But Sorry. No, it was High School High.
2: High school oh my, wow.
1: yeah. High school high, she had that same voice.
0: Wow, wow, wow. Look, don't be calling my name out all <laughs> loud like that. What's wrong with you? You just come here?
2: Yo, who's that, your little brother?
0: <laughs> no, he act
1: like mm. so, Let's get out of here, why don't you step in the Jeep? All right? Sure, I'm cool I got we Let's go. can sure, we just go,
0: please? Shorty, can't you see I'm conversating?
1: Yo, I don't think she wanna talk to you, Shortstop.
0: Messed up with the Jeep, nigga.
1: Yo, I think you better tell your friend Shortstop that his mouth about to buy him something that his ass can't afford.
0: I'm not through talking. Anyway.
1: Why is Bumblebee Jr. still standing there? I
0: don't know why. No, no. Right here! Hey. You know what? You ain't nothing but a trick. Ooh. you got to have fun. Come
1: out of here. And just like that, the vision that he had built up in his head for Cheryl, the next time he talks to his coach when he's drunk and sitting on the stoop is like, cause that backstabbing trick Cheryl. I've been that place. Where it's not, it's not a, with a with a woman, but I built up a world in which the love that I didn't get from Mm -hmm. my family, I tried to find in my friends. And then when my friends let me down, then I'm like, well, I always knew that they were evil. And he does it to Cheryl, but he also does it to Phyllis. As soon as Phyllis lets him down, he's like, I always saw through you. I always saw what you were gonna do. This, you've always been this person even though when everything was good and they were in their honeymoon phase of being a coach and a student or whatever it may have been, he was down for whatever. He was the only one who was walking with her through all this stuff. So that's always been his coping mechanism.
0: On a serious note, which I don't know how surprising this would be, but my day job is life coaching, actually. Oh, cool. And Yeah, and a book that I would highly recommend for anyone triggered by this is called Getting the Love You Want. And it's written by this like, doctor this PhD who does research and it's and it does talk about that cycle of like um that cycle of hey you think you love someone you think you want to be with them and then as soon as they do something that triggers you y'all have a major fight so um yeah I just thought that that was like very uh I I was sad. I mean I think I like how deep you took it but I think that what is it was just sad in general, like, you get your heart broken, and we find out Shorty's unexperienced. He actually isn't, hasn't had sex before, mm. and he's in love. He literally loves this woman. He wrote a love letter. Like, he just gets his heart broken. It's just too many tragedies on top of each other.
1: And plus, she's about to hop in the Jeep with a nigga who's like, let me take you home and show you something. This is not going to end well for Cheryl. Listen,
0: she's going to end up on a site with the, with the title Thought in Bedside After School.
1: Or, so. or have you seen this high school student who hopped into the jeep with this dude?
0: Oh no, I was just thinking like they were going to go make consensual porn. You're saying she's in danger?
1: Yeah, she's like 16. If they're both a junior, if they're both sophomores True. in high school, and she's hopping in the jeep with this grown ass nigga who's like, "Let me show you something when we get home." That ain't going to turn out well for her. Like, you know,
0: no, that's more sad.
1: Right. So they get to the championship game and um well, because she lets him get back on the team and uh, because he opens up his heart and he's like, you know, I didn't mean none of that stuff. I said, I'll just hurt. Please let me on the team. Why you, why'd you do this to me? Sort of thing. They get back on the game and they're playing like scrubs again, in the championship game.
0: Right. Um, which is so annoying.
1: Yeah. Like y'all are crap. And y'all are playing like crap until she says something at halftime. And then all of a sudden y'all get boosted up. Um, also, they have a body doubling for Drano uh, to show his shots, and for everybody else, they don't even show the let the camera show the rim. They just miss, and it's horrible. Mm-hmm. They, Wait,
0: did we say that they're at Madison Square Garden, which is a big fucking deal
1: for the championship for the PSAL?
0: Yes, I'm like, yeah. this is nice.
1: And so they come back in the second half because 69 boys are playing, and they hoop all in the other team's face. That's how you know. Um, with her shrieking in the background and then making the same shots. And she draws up a play at the end, which is actually a really good play. It's a double screen for Drano to get free at the three point line in the corner. And he gets free, Mm -hmm. but not free enough. And he doesn't Mm -hmm. jump on his shot. And the dude literally obliterates his shot. Just like four palms, man, like both hands, like, volleyball block um and Drano's heartbroken and shorty collapsed like his mama just got shot
0: I they they gave him slow-mo and mute so that you could just see the pain I was screaming
1: like poof, 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 poof. as yeah, the knees shrugged. fall to the ground um the
0: shit, he been through a lot right nigga you got you went to
1: Riker why are you mad about this championship game but she's like you know what I'm not gonna leave I'm gonna come back next year and we're gonna do this again and that's when we it, it closes out after that with her telling shorty to pull his pants up again because she's a mom
0: which is their whole cute little thing whatever. yeah
1: so two things the one thing i was going to talk about earlier in the show that i didn't talk about is this mm-hmm. so spaceman has a lion on his arm a tattoo of a lion on I his noticed arm
0: Notice this
1: uh what i'm thinking is that spaceman's real name is not bernard bernard may be his middle name we never see spaceman's parents either and spaceman may be an orphan spaceman from here may move from new jersey to wherever he was moved down to memphis um, and uses his middle name of dj as he becomes a pimp slash rapper and he meets a sex worker uh who he falls in love with and they go up north together with his album that he makes after he finishes beating up somebody and he becomes big and so as he becomes big he uses his full government name lucius lyon (laughs)
0: that's beautiful i mean it's flawless it flows we literally see lucius in high school we see him go and become a a, you know a sex worker manager and also a you know rapper and then he ends up being with cookie in the end it works Mm -hmm.
1: because the music worked and we don't know how he actually got started he never actually said a background story but
0: because he was rapping he we never got his verse two on the sunset park song Mm -hmm. wow
1: he was gonna say hospital I mean, <laughs> and then take off with it.
0: Hospital, so, I cut your big toe, whatever.
1: So, who's your uh, who's who's your list of top five or who's your favorites in the movie?
0: Yeah, who's my starting five? Okay, so Shorty Duop, I cannot front on him. Like the he was obviously our star. The mm-hmm. emotional journey, the feelings involved, um, the heartbreak, the letter. The letter really did it for me. Two surprise is Drano. And Drano is because one, he's a fucking genius. Mm-hmm. Two, he is he is on Butter's ass. Like Butter can't open his mouth without him and be like, you tall, dumb motherfucker, you know. Um <laughs> I would actually say Spaceman after that. So this is a tight top three because this is all, they could all be number one. Spaceman inspired me. This nigga stuck a weapon in the school. Like I'm in, I, I loved him as a character. So those are my top three. And then, you know, I think that, I feel like Busy deserves one because of his comeback, but I don't want to give it to him. Cause I, I, okay, Busy's coat, that's four. Oh God. So was a busy code some other support. And then um, you know, my man in the sidelines who said that, who said your your mom just got parole, you might want to leave the game soon from the sidelines or whatever <laughs> shit he was yelling out. Your yeah, mama got God fired toward- from the
1: sperm bank for drinking on the job.
0: <laughs> That's <laughs> high school <laughs> oh god Bruh, that's it that's it that's locked in that's a five what about oh god.
1: you okay so my number one is still um, it, it's still Drano Drano's my dude um, Absolutely. and even if he missed that last shot there's tons of niggas who wouldn't have taken that shot so you know for, oh because
0: remember the whole narrative was he was scared to shoot he was scared to shoot so that was beautiful
1: and um mm-hmm. so second is going to be uh, shorty Tariq uh, because he sure. even though he can't play ball and they never actually yeah, showed hurt. him playing ball at a high level um, he got heart a ton of heart and he's been through some shit mm-hmm. even though some of the shit is shit that we probably built for him it, it, it still stands up as his shit um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Number three is spaceman. Um that backstory, like where he's just a sensitive dude who everybody keeps fucking with, even though he ain't done nothing. I was just like, yeah, I feel that. Um number four is going to be not margarine oh man what else does he say not margarine while the niggas while the niggas shooting free throws not margarine not country crock butter i loved butter i did um i thought that he i think that if this is his first role ever as an actor i think he did an amazing job uh coming from uh, comedy to this role and then the last person on my starting five would probably be andre um, because he didn't get a lot of lines but that was the only nigga who was out there like dunking on people and hitting threes and just mm-hmm. yamming on them like he should have been mm-hmm. the best player on the team anyway which leads me to my starting five for this fucking team and if you're a good coach mm-hmm. and you're sitting there even at a scrimmage and you see this you should have made changes immediately at center we got butter butter can Period pass if he wants to but i don't want you shooting like get near the post and just stand there and we gonna work on everything mm-hmm. else but you he dropped that one dime to shorty that was a nice little bounce pass so you could be like the nikolai yoke right. of the team at power forward we got spaceman spaceman's out there playing defense he deed up the best player on the other team he's out there getting rebounds and everything that's a real stand-up dude and he didn't that's look cool. to have to score he didn't need the ball he was like a dennis Rodman type person you always want that person mm-hmm. on your team uh at small forward I would probably say Dre because Dre was out there raining threes on niggas uh and dunking on people and just going in the end and that that kind of energy he would probably score like 17 points a game and get like three assists and four yeah. rebounds a game and you know being all right dude um I don't at- know if this is a good narrative but he
0: gives me Chelsea Billings vibes
1: I can see that at the two he- I would have Drano because Drano was the only one who could actually shoot at that, at that height. Mm-hmm. I don't know how he was on defense. So we never saw him on defense, but who he did see on defense was my sixth man. Uh, Busy B. Busy B would mm-hmm. be my sixth man to come out there and play defense, get fired up, be an energy guy, no matter what, if he got some shots up, so what is extra credit. And then because nobody else is there at point guard, I would have that nigga who is on the poster. I wouldn't have had Shorty out there. Playing. Number
0: forty-three.
1: Yeah, I, I wouldn't. Have wow, had Shorty Shorty's out there.
0: gonna sh- put two in the back of your motherfucking head. You he probably if nigga. he
1: could, if he could reach it, but one nigga <laughs> actually can play ball, and the other one is Shorty doo Wop. So I don't understand. And if y'all haven't seen this movie before, and you watch this movie, please take note of the fact that they never show the rim when these niggas are shooting. <laughs>
0: yeah like that's actually a movie trick if someone's ever performing or doing anything and they don't show you like their face at the same time it's not them Mm -hmm. like almost 100% of the time because they would use that shot if they wanted to and could so um watch for the doubles
1: it's right there it is right there so uh but like I said is this a good move is this a bad movie meaning good or a good movie or a bad movie meaning bad
0: I mean, I think throughout, I've thrown throw out the L word a lot. I love it. I'm I'm happy to watch it. I think it was bad, meaning good.
1: I love this movie. I can't even front, and I really did want to make fun of this movie, but hell, right. as you know, Chanel, I made fun of my favorite movie of all time. Nobody's safe. That doesn't mean that right. I don't love the goddamn movie. In Sunset Park, it's one of those movies. I literally still, this is one of those movies where when I'm feeling depressed or I'm feeling down, right that end makes me cry. Like, it's, it's strange that sports movies, certain mm-hmm. things in sports movies will evoke emotion out of me that makes me tear up and cry. And Drano mm-hmm. getting that shot blocked and then collapsing because you never see that happening For sure. in these type of movies. Yeah, they like, always win, right? Right, like the underdog comes out of nowhere and wins the championship and no, like you can make it close, but dude, at some point you're going to meet somebody who's literally better than a team who never actually practiced. So mm-hmm. when that happened to Draynor, I was like, damn, yeah, that's heartbreaking for
2: me.
0: Yeah, I thought it would, I, I, well, my last thing about the movie is the very ending scene when they were at MSG walking away and, you know, it's like, see you next year, we're going to do this. I literally was bracing myself for that nigga to come back and shoot Shorty Doo-Wop. Like, I'm thinking, like, something's not, unfinished business, like, they, like there has to be more pain. Because mm-hmm. I'm just like, how did we get a basketball movie about the hood and, and you know, they didn't kill Lil' Saint? You know what I mean? So- I'm just glad to see that he didn't die that it was actually somewhat of a happy ending and yeah like I think that I would though I think the bravo the hats off just goes to the actual players and the black actors in this movie also Sunset Park is in Brooklyn I think I said Bed-Stuy- Bed-Stuy's in Brooklyn I'm good yeah I'm yeah good. no
1: no he, he no I, I just was uh, clarifying you know just to make put that out there so people know
0: okay yes it's, it's a real place in Brooklyn. yeah yes
1: All right. So um, Rich had to take off. But again, y'all could check him out on the PW Torch. Um, I'm sure that the link and information will be in the show notes. Um, Chanel, go ahead and tell them where they can find you at.
0: Thank you so much, y'all, for listening. Um, I am Chanel Creating, and you can find me at Instagram and Twitter at Chanel Creating. I also have a Facebook page. I don't know if y'all use that, Um, but Chanel Creating, cross the board, C-H-A-N-E-L, Creating. My website is www.chanelcreating.com. I'm in between shows right now, but you can stream and catch up on Baby Babe, the season one recap of Flavor of Love. And um, also I have other projects that you can find on my website and I mentioned life coaching. So shit, you know, you can get a free coaching session if you hit me up on the site as well. So um, yeah, that's me. What about you? Where can I find you?
1: Sure. <laughs> so uh, I'm Derek and I am uh, mostly hindsight. Like if y'all go to check out the hindsight feed at uh, anchor or hindsight, LinkedIn, Spotify, it's just type mm-hmm. in hindsight movie reviews and it'll pop up. Uh, it's a uh, white background with hindsight written on it. It's not rocket mm-hmm. science, but that's where I send the majority of my shows feeds to. Um, so even if you don't check out any of my other feeds specifically, you will be able to hear most of my stuff on hindsight, which is hindsight movie reviews, uh, ratchet book club. Uh, I do uh, return to Oswald, which is the review show of uh, the HBO show. And,
0: Oh, wow. I didn't
1: even know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Me, uh, Brandon, and Scar do uh, Return to Oswald. Brandon and I do Hindsight Movie Reviews. I do Ratchet Book Club by myself. Um, And then myself, Scar, and Adjective J do the single serving show in which we do a different genre of a podcast every Wednesday. The one we just put out is one where we talked about our favorite uh, video game of all time. Um, I also have a dramatic serial that I wrote, produced, and was a lead characters on called Sin and Solace, which is a show about an assassin and his best friend. My homegirl slash sister, Shantae, and I do single simulcasts, Um, and then I have other extraneous shows that just come up as the time is right, like I have my mental health show, Unburdened with my friends Corbin and Gerald. I have the Kitchen Sink podcast with my homegirl, Stephanie. It just goes on and on and on.
0: Yeah, I'm like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. The, the hardest working man in show business.
1: Sometimes. But uh, thank y'all all for listening. We do greatly appreciate it. Uh, the next episode of Bad Meaning Bad or Bad Meaning Good will be coming in August. Uh, we're un- I'm looking forward to seeing what the show is. I think it might be DC Cab. Uh, which will be Jay from the Jay Movie Talks podcast, um, and if that's it, then I'll be back. I'll be back. Uh, but if it's not, then y'all gonna see me anyway, cause y'all bitch ass niggas. I put two in your head. Like I don't even want to be on this team no more. I'm out. I'm out of this podcast. I'm out of this show that nigga walked up on him and instead of consoling him said you the bitch
0: ass yeah that's that's it that's a Brooklyn hello that's right. a Brooklyn greeting <laughs> right like where's the anger like this for
1: butter when he's ball hogging the entire game but you no, know what?
0: butter will beat them niggas ass butter is literally six foot something he's like don't fuck ha 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 don't fuck with me he's six five and forty Oh yeah, he's not playing again. So
1: thank y'all so much for listening. We greatly do appreciate it. Y'all be good. We're gonna holler at you later. Peace.